I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, I turn out all the hoes. It's heterosexual. Smack conceited niggas right off the pedestal. I'd even look. I'd even look for my dad that I never knew and show him how I look with my Beretta too. I do good shit like dick dip in the ghetto. Show him what they could have if they never settle. Take every white kid from the high class level. Show him what the Christmas like growing up in the ghetto. <laughs> These niggas have the stress. Give one of the niggas under bad stress. Give every bum on the street cast and invest. And hope Harlem World blows up my last request. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Uh, we're in the house with some fucking animals on uh, Sunday morning, uh, Easter Sunday morning, very special. Sunday morning where Jesus rose from the grave for our sins. He didn't um, rise for this shit, though, yo. Yeah, <laughs> so that we could. <laughs> you know, I, I realized today. I realized today uh, that I don't really get the big deal with Jesus. I have like 5,140 more followers than Jesus did when he died. So um, I don't see <laughs> why people are getting so uh, up in arms about this shit. But, um,. All right, man. Um, you guys should recognize the voices that you heard. The uh, NWFO is as they've been labeled by uh, Chris. Um, uh, the first voice you heard is uh, Brandon, uh, you know, Baconier, uh, aka Phenom Black, aka Big Simba, aka Corner Boy, uh, aka a whole lot of other shit. Hey, what's up, dog? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm listening to Jack White right now. So my rock insides uh coming out way yeah okay you got uh brandon you got any plans for easter man you doing anything special today well easter is always well since i'm you know we're niggas with fucking opinions but the way i look at it on easter we're niggas with fucking options Mm. because everybody else is a fucking robot so i choose today to go eat with a bunch of people that feel like god has chose them Mm. okay and i feel like that's gonna be great because it's free food and black old folk know how to cook now the yes, second they do the second voice you heard on the show is uh have the insanity check podcast um and it's the uh the homie h2o kev what up kev Good evening. <laughs> i i feel like what's going on right now i should feel like it's racist but i I'm, it is racist i'm just entertained so i'm not saying anything <laughs> it is so racist i feel like we're gonna get an email later like hey man i'm indian i've been listening to this show for four years and uh you know, this is the most offensive shit. I don't know who this guy you know, is. I really had to decide between, like, Indian or Chinese. And I went with Indian this time. I don't think you made that decision. I think you went right down the middle, sir, because I don't know any <laughs> Indian people that removed the G from words. Like, you said, <laughs> said Heto. I was like, what? <laughs> Dude, the G is silent in that culture. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I work with Chinese Indians, and that is not true. That's because they've been Americanized. You know, yeah. they haven't. Some of them don't even wear deodorant. Yeah, a lot of people don't know uh, his name was actually Mahatma Handi. A lot of people don't, don't know that. <laughs> thank, um, you, Rod. thank you, thank you. Yeah, I got your back, Kev. Um, and of course, the uh, last uh, voice that you heard on the show, uh, also part of the Insanity Check podcast, um, it's the homie uh, Chris, aka uh, Insanity Report on Twitter. What's up, man? I actually think I'm going to actually be the uh, normal one on the show today and the calm reserved one because uh, niggas have already lost a damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, already. Like, <laughs> couldn't even get the show started right, yo. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't even get the countdown. Couldn't yep. even get the Sun- countdown. Sunrise service. We was up early this morning with the wretchedness. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, we don't have long because uh, Chris and Kev have to go at noon so they can record their ratchet ass podcast. 
Um, uh, so let's, let's go oh, ahead. Thinking about that, well, if everybody's okay with it, we can just keep recording and we can just split the show in half. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, I'll work with that. Yeah, but I say, I'm, yeah, let's just do that. I'm just, cool with right, that too. And we'll, we'll split it down like a 12. I'll split it off and, and do, uh, the, the 12 one to be the insanity check and we'll just go from there. All right, we'll tag team that shit. Cool. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right, man. Well, I just know, I just know how we get. And two hours is not going to be enough, yo. Yeah, I was I was looking at these topics like, can't talk about this shit. It's going to be two hours before can't. we get to the goddamn topic. Like, yeah. I'm really starting to wish I would have like made some pancakes or some shit before we got started. I'm like, goddamn, this is like four or five hours worth of podcasts that I'm getting ready to do. Like, you niggas got to send me a paycheck or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's my day off and shit. Well, it is what it is, man. And as Rizzo would have said, all you niggas have made a wise decision. Yeah. All you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not well, talking ass. All you niggas. Blind math for Well, they're, uh, go and revenge. Go get revenge. Well, uh, Kev, they're all days off to me now. Uh, theblackouttips.com <laughs> is where you need to go. You can hear the show, uh, comedy podcast we do three times a week. Um, the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Don't forget also, leave us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, join our Facebook page. Um, all that good stuff. Um, all the contact info is in the about section of the show, uh, of the website. Um, and, uh, don't forget also you can donate to the show. Recurring donations, one-time donations. It all helps. All goes to a good cause to keep this shit on the air. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball Jesus. Mm. And bullet ball extreme for those oh, who are trying Jesus. to pass the, uh, the bullet ball Jesus. <laughs> The trivia there. Um, Jesus. We also got uh sponsors, two of them. Um the first one is from Shadow Dial Productions and uh it says in honor of Easter, we're giving away DVDs of our comedy feature film, The Trim Reaper. Free if you <laughs> one, I've seen this, this film. Is cool. This is not cool. Yes, no. I've I've seen this film and it is hilarious. Yeah. And the first time I heard the title, I looked at Roger like, why is Dexas in us porn, man? Yeah, yeah. One, um, the cover looks like furry porn. Yes, it does. And then two, uh, it's called the Trim Reaver, and they're not talking about trimming up your your lineup or anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just say that is an awesome title. It, it is right. Oh, fucking awesome! <laughs> uh, like that is a that is a nickname that if you're a single guy, that's a nickname you want. Like, oh, Chris, shit, man, we call him the Trim Reaper, dog. He's out here slaying them. <laughs> he can keep him trim, trimmed here, and tight. Yeah, he, he out here slaying them, dog. Yeah, he putting on the bed. Like too many people you would have to explain this type, this name to. <laughs> too many people. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. He like what is he like to get haircuts? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Does is he, he trim his lawn a lot? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> is he trimming right. hedges? What is he, um, what is day he labor? Doing? What is he doing? Can I pay him? Can I hire him? What is he, is he half Mexican? I don't understand. Yeah. Is his name Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can get it free if you spend at least $10 on the website between now and Thursday. That $10 can be on anything, audio plays, other DVDs, digital downloads, whatever. Just hit up the website, shadowdollproductions.com. Spend $10. It's worth it, guys. It's really funny. That sounds movie. like a pretty good deal. Yeah, spend $10 and they'll drop an email about sending you the Trim Reaper DVD absolutely free. Mm-hmm. What does Easter have to do with the Trim Reaper, you ask? You have to watch the movie to find out. And uh, Karen and I watched it and then we know. So, 
Also, so um, on a side note, real quick, please let if you go to that website, let Shadow Dog know that life is better than snow dogs. That's all I ask. Mm, okay, okay. Um, I'll, you know another thing too about that movie because uh, we watched it a while back. Snow dogs? No, why? no, 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 <laughs> no. To say it's why? Like it's like God, no, dude. <laughs> why would you do that? No, I'm talking about the Trim Reaper. Oh. Um, longest pee conversation ever. So I feel like yes. he was going for a record, uh, for bathroom stall conversation, and uh, got a little listen. Wild pissing? Yeah, you know how how somebody will come up to you and talk to you yes. while you try to take a piss. It's like really, he motherfucker. This is that long though. Right. That's what, <laughs> that's what, like, my, even at the most when I'm like drunk, like that shit maybe lasts maybe like 45 seconds, but that's not long enough to have a conversation. Right. That's, that's what's funny. And that's a about long it. time to stay in place and hold that position, dog. Like, mm. that is a long fucking time. I'm hating that shit when I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, will you just stop fucking pissing so you can go back and join the rest of your friends? The worst like, is when you wake up in the morning up. and you back up like that and you try, like, you're already half asleep. You can't get your foot in right. And you Dude, just wobble it in front of the toilet. I know what to expect. I take my iPad and I sit right on the toilet and just take it. See, why ain't I that smart? I actually be trying to stay in there and I'll be like, uh, that shit. this is so you long know, and my legs haven't woken up yet. Dudes can't piss sitting down. I fucking piss sitting down all the time just so I can fucking read. That shit is so I need to do that. I need, I need to stop <laughs> practicing and sit down, Pete, because first of all, you can just... It's just a splatter effect in everything at 5 a.m. in the morning. Like, you ain't awake. You don't know what you're hitting. Sometimes it sounds like you're hitting water. Sometimes it sounds like you're not hitting water. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Then you go back to bed. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, like, a, it's a hit or, it's a hit or miss. But that's sitting down. I'm all about that, son. Well, of course. So. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's not. Karen, they standing right over, like, directly over the toilet. Like, yeah. yo. I got that. What happened terrified. So, so. He just happened to walk in the bathroom one morning, and Karen's just standing there pissing. He's like, what's up, baby? Yeah, that would I, fuck I, me I'd, up. I'd be, I'd be a little scared. I'd be a little scared. That'd be the yeah, last Yeah, and show. I squat. Like, I have to, like, when we used to public bathroom, I'd do the squatting. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about even squatting, just standing there like a dude would. Oh, no. We we would have to have a conversation. Yeah. Right. That'd be I a... don't know if there's a conversation to be had after <laughs> like that. Hey, I've been fooling you for a very long time, Dean. Does what does um Karen passed away? Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, does does uh ah count as a conversation? Because that's probably what it's gonna sound like. Now I'm gonna pass out like a bitch. <laughs> I was about to say if you want to sound like a bitch, yeah, that's exactly what's gonna say that out loud. <laughs> no, if I if I see Karen standing up pissing in the bathroom when I walk in. I'm gonna scream like a bitch and pass the fuck out. That's exactly what's gonna happen. I, I can't. I can't lie. If I woke up and I walked in the bathroom and Ashley was standing up pissing, I might push her and run. Like, <laughs> who are you? How'd you get in my house? <laughs> it's like that's how you know the uh, scrolls are taking over or some shit. Like, you run, you run to your neighbor's house or some shit. Oh my god, I need you to use your phone. I need you to use your phone. Call the cops. Call the cops. I had to push her so she couldn't follow me. Yeah, <laughs> she won't. She won't be able to regain her foot. And this is the first time she ever stood up pissing before. Be yeah, awesome. have, like one of them glass sliding doors on like your shower and tub, and then she just crashes through that shit and like lays there in the glass. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna yell like Samson when he saw that titty and half baked. Like, ah! and just get the fuck out of there. Um, but yeah, man. Um, that's number one sponsor. Of course, the other sponsor. Speaking of titties and pissing. Um, is a more sexy sponsor, so we need some sexy music. Let me, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. This isn't Drake. Uh, yeah. Fellas. Now that'd be too soft. And ladies. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new tour, or adult movie, or standing up pissing? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist or repissed. 
go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you get 50 percent off of just about any item but that's not all i mean wouldn't that be ridiculous if that was all of course it would be when you select your one item at 50 percent off you also receive three count them three free adult dvds of white people in slow motion and good budget costumes with good lighting having sex for a little bit of inspiration plus a free extra gift that is so goddamn sensual that even jesus wouldn't let me tell it on his birthday or easter and to top it all off they even throw in free shipping on your entire order and no we're not teasing you don't have to wait three days before you can rise again so check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer get 50 percent off of just about any item when you put in the code tbgwt when you go check out and when you do you get the three free dvds free extra gift and free shipping put in that code tbgwt at adamandeve.com thank you very much happy easter happy easter happy easter um all right man let's talk about some things number one we saw gi joe yesterday man and uh it looks like a pig opinion was uh all over the place on this movie uh now i don't know if you guys had heard the rumors but what i heard was that <laughs> they pushed gi joe back this like, movie was supposed to come out five years ago wouldn't it right? it was supposed to come out last year uh like around the summertime yeah, back in August. Yeah, and it got pushed back uh till till now and I thought that was a pretty bad sign. But word on the street was like, Oh, we're just gonna go ahead and uh re uh reshoot some stuff and get it in three D and uh people there were rumors that they were gonna add Channing Tatum because, you know, he's box office <clears throat> bank right now. Ain't he dope. So they were gonna, you know, in the like even though it shows him dying in the trailer pretty much they were like, oh, no, they're going to reshoot that, get more Channing Tatum scenes I was, in. I was expecting him to pop back up, to be perfectly honest. It took me a good five minutes after you, if, 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 they make a, if they make a sequel, he's coming back. Watch. I don't know, like, man. They never really showed his body. I mean, even the body he, like, mm. the rock pulled tags off, that wasn't Channing Tatum, I don't think. Yeah, word on the street is that he said he won't come back. So, uh, like, as an actor, he was like, the <laughs> only way, the only way I will be in a sequel to this movie is if you kill my character during in dude like while in a battle so that i don't have to do this shit anymore so that that's the reason that he's only in there for like five minutes and um somebody was like dude really spoiler and i was like motherfuckers in the trailer right it's in the goddamn trailer it's literally him and the rock being like we're best friends right we love each other we're bros don't die boom oh no you dead never see this nigga again for the rest of the trailer Tatum um, makes so much money off of other films. There's no reason for him. I guarantee you, they don't pay him to do this as much as he got paid to do shit like The Vow and Magic Mike. Uh, that that <laughs> nigga, that nigga made bank off them Nicholas Sparks movies. Yeah, yeah, he did. And, uh, yeah, and he's so rich now that you probably can't pay him enough to do these movies. <laughs> like, nope. like he got to that point where he's like, yeah, oh, about he, that. He doesn't care. I mean, and that's the thing about. I wouldn't. I actually. The sad thing about it is I actually enjoyed him in the little bits he had in this movie because he had you – know, The Rock pulls out good chemistry with people. Mm-hmm. And so for the little bit of time he was in there, I was like, oh, I didn't hate him like the first one. Yeah. But, yeah, the overall movie, post-Rizzo, yo. Yeah, oh, oh, well, hold on. Let me um, – so let me say, number one, uh, I don't know how everybody felt about this movie, but me personally, I thought it was better than the first movie. Yes. And I enjoyed it, and I think it's a piece of shit. So those those are yeah, my three definitive 
statements on this movie. Is, you know, is is it me or is do they like to see The Rock sweat? Because like all his movies, he has like this glistening sweat. Yeah, like all over his body, like he just been dipped in bacon grease. And you're like, nigga, why is you shining every time we see you? To be perfectly honest, it's it's for, and I'm not trying to say this to be sexist. It's literally, I'm in my screener for this movie on Tuesday, and the 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 ladies behind me, all they go, oh my goodness, my husband, oh yeah, oh he's. I'm like, are you are you about to have a are you about to come? Like what the? It's like. Oh, he is sex now. Please don't get me wrong, but you know I'm looking like wow, bro, my my brother. Women really go for it, apparently. Um, it. Maybe I, you, it doesn't have that effect on you, but apparently in our theater, in our theater, they had to clean up seats because women were really. <laughs> <laughs> they had to shoot it down. I, I was also uh, really impressed uh, with the fact that he had black little black babies in this movie. They were beautiful, little adorable black girls. Um, and I was like, is this the first? I think this might be the first movie since Tyler Perry where the Rock is black. Like normally, he's, good point. normally he's, he's kind of some uh, amalgam of fucking race and shit. But this amalgam is the first of colors and shit. Yeah, yes. it's like his his his, uh, his skin is a drogginess. It doesn't like, help yeah. that they keep pumping that nigga up with steroids for every single fucking movie. I'm like halfway expecting the next Avengers. That nigga just will be the Hulk. There will be no CGI. It just will be the Rock running <laughs> around smashing shit. Do you see a Halloween picture of him as a Hulk? The Halloween no, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, he was really on some his uh his original uh, Incredible Hulk TV show uh, thing going on there, yo. It's like, yeah, yo, no, I, I can't wait for Fast Six. Oh, I, he's gonna have no neck, and I can't he's wait. He's gonna be actually stopping <laughs> cars by grabbing the bumper right. and just holding. The <laughs> Where are you guys racing off to? Where do you uh, think you're going, Toretto? Like, what are you doing? He's just gonna no, be standing in front of. The, he's gonna be standing behind the car, holding it by the bumper and lifting it up like Superman. Like, what do you think you're going, Toretto? Yeah. Right. Yo, 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 can't wait. Tyrese had the balls of Channing Tatum to walk onto the uh, Fast Six set and be like, "I'm never doing. I'm not doing any more of these films unless you kill me." In this one. Yeah. That's not yeah, right. He'll never do that. He gonna live forever. Come back Tyrese as a ghost. That money. That's why. Tyrese needs a... Now, wait, um... Wait, 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 yeah. Before you echo in. Yeah, Chris is. Yeah, can you... Here. here. Oh, all right. Let me uh, hang up on Chris and get him right back. Is, if you were Twan, you'd be enjoying this right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. He'd be trying to talk more. That nigga be relishing in his own voice, bro. Saturday Night Live needs to bring The Rock back on just so they can do The Rock Obama. Mm-hmm. Like that skit was fucking hilarious back in the day. Well, I always said he could he could be president easily if he wanted to be. What I vote for? Like I would like I even and I wasn't joking, but I I would vote for the Rock over Barack Obama. I know I would too. Um and and I heard he's Republican. I don't even care. Yes, like I don't, he could be up there like women do not deserve the right to have their own vaginas. I'd be like, you know, he got a point, man. No, I, mean, I can see him as more of like a liberal Republican where he would want like equal equal rights for like other people. But I can still see him having that Republican mindset. I'm just telling yeah, you, Kev, yeah, is it, that it, he could be a hundred percent evil. It don't matter. Yeah, all, I'm all, voting for that. Nigga. Yeah, all he got to do is like, can you smell what the Rock is cooking and like rip his shirt in yeah. half? Can and we got the camera. He got my vote. Can you imagine that things? debate when he? when Barack Obama's trying to talk and he cuts him off like it doesn't matter what you think about the Middle East and I'll be like he right man it don't even fucking matter dog you better shut up like, listen listen here James wait a minute my name is Mitt it doesn't matter what you name is <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy yeah yo so there's a, there's a he has a new uh, reality show coming out called uh, like Heroes or something like that yeah it was funny for the promo he was like he was like because I can't be everywhere and I was like Fuck, he's right. Because remember, <laughs> when Osama died, 
who knew about it first? The Rock. Yeah, he yep. really did. He, he broke did. the news. Like, we like, still he, he sent that, that tweet, and I was just like, what the fuck? We have never addressed this. The fact that The Rock knew that Osama Bin Laden was dead before everybody else did on Twitter, yo. We yeah. have never addressed it. It's like the biggest kept secret of how The Rock fucking knew. Yeah, that shit was like four or five hours before Obama even like uh, gave the news. And he's like, I just got some great, wonderful news. This is all about America. Just wait. And I'm right. like, huh? <laughs> yeah, that shit was some thirst. That shit was like uh, women dropping thirst twi- tweets. Because that shit was just like, the president's going to have some good news for y'all in a couple hours. <laughs> that was it. That was the tweet. I was like, what? What is Rock talking about? Hey, this thing was riding the helicopter, yo. He's the one that came in on the second helicopter to pick up the <laughs> team six, yo. He was giving that first speech. helicopter that got destroyed, I'll be there. He was giving the same speech he had in G.I. Joe. He's like, whatever deity. was the shooter. He's like, whatever deity. No one really knows. And that's why he tweeted that shit. He's like, got him. He's like, whatever. He's like, in the words of Jay-Z, whatever deity, may God my life. Yes, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 and the thing that really got me is that he drove all three of them damn tanks. How did he get to all them tanks that quick? He had like three different tanks in, in three different locations, and each time he came out with a tank, he was driving the tank. I was like, nigga, how do you get to three different tanks in three different locations across this island and steal one? Oh no, that was one. That was the same tank. Oh, that was the same tank. I was yeah. confused. Yeah, that, that was, was actually a tank. Yeah, I uh, thought it was. Like, what kind of vehicle that was? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a tank. So, um, all right, let, let me get, go around and find out. Karen, what'd you think about the movie? And, uh, especially the RZA appearance. Oh, the fucking RZA suck. He's no talking ass. And me and Roger looked at each other like, and it was funny though. Me and Roger looked at each other like, nigga. We literally said it out loud to each other sitting side by side. Like, you gotta yeah. be kidding me. For the first time ever in the white theater, I was the one who broke the silence too. Normally it's, <laughs> normally it's Karen saying something. <laughs> But we uh, we both looked at each other and like nigga why yes but like do not do people not hear him speak when he's reading the fucking lines it sounds like he's got a mouthful of gobstoppers every time he talks. <laughs> I don't understand what the attraction is to hearing RZA talk even when he's rapping I don't I had an argument with somebody who was like man RZA be spitting yeah he literally be spitting in his own mouth that's what he be doing because i don't know <laughs> that's what you hear it full of something dog like this nigga, this, on, nigga, this nigga be chewing on impenetrable water balloons or something while he be talking dog because i don't know what the fuck is going on inside his jaws but he just coming through with the wizard wizard and through my pizza i'm fight the dough okay come on man he got a speech impediment man you can pronounce those letters he was like he got a speech impediment and making fun of this man by making him read these lines and the thing that was really bothersome about his character is that he was used for story exposition yeah and that so it wasn't like he had a couple of lines it's like his lines were explaining the story and i still don't understand because it was like ever since our master hall master was killed I was like, what? I'm like, what? But who? What happened to this nigga? What? We need, we need the words across the screen. I don't understand. It's one thing to be a cameo. It's another thing to the story. And he was pivotal to the story. That's why, you know. Well, we'll keep going. I'll wait until you guys get to me. Yeah. Well, I'll go to you next, Chris. What? I was about to say, did I even say my stuff? Hold on, bro. You said you didn't like the rizzo. No, I didn't like the rizzo. Go ahead. Go And on the regular scale, the movie's about a five. On the impossible white man scale, I give it about seven, maybe eight Abraham Lincolns. It didn't quite go to ten to me. 
Yeah, yeah, it only got like five Abraham Lincolns for me. It but, wasn't um, that good. But uh, yeah, Chris, what were, what were you gonna say? So, um, one is uh, Chris, uh, Kevin, and I disagreed on this one, but it, it's it's so much better than the first one. It's bad, mm. but it's so much better than the first. It's not even comparable. Mm. Uh, two, I actually enjoyed the first thirty minutes of the film. Like I'm sitting in a theater when Channing Tatum died, and I'm like, "Fuck, they actually did it. He's not coming back." Oh my god, I'm actually about to be wrong. This movie might actually be good. And then RZA showed up, <sighs> and then he started talking. And then, first of all, it was the way he looked. He looked horrible. The makeup yes. was like somebody said and told me on Twitter like it looked like a SNL parody, and I was like, "Fuck, you're right." <laughs> yes. <laughs> It looked like a parody. And, like, what killed me about it is Zartan's uh, 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 costume for being a, a master himself was better than Riz's costume. It, it was ridiculous. You remember how uh, it came out that Zartan was uh, pretending to be an, another old master who tricked Sh- uh, um, yeah. yeah, His makeup was better than Riz's makeup. Yep, it was. Like, it was just terrible. So, and after that is really when the film goes downhill for me. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Uh, the the whole way I don't mind the way they handle Storm Shadow and and his whole trying you know going for himself and shit I don't mind that but it's like it was just everything was just horrible from there it was rushed didn't make fucking sense the um I even like the action up until that point you know I mm. like the 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 breakout scene I like Firefly before then I like everything after that it was just like why are we doing this why is this movie still going on and then they rushed the end I felt like the the end of the movie was just like really this is what it is and um. Bruce Willis was completely useless. I don't know. Like, I don't mind Bruce Willis in the film, but it's like his character was just, uh, they didn't even need him. And then remember they brought, the, he's like, yeah, we, well, I have some other Joes too I can bring with me, some of the old guys. And you never really see them. They never really use hey, them. Hey, Bruce was playing, Bruce was playing Bruce from fucking Red and, right. uh, and, and like Die Hard 7. Or oh yeah. Oh yeah. Die Hard 45. That, like, that was the Bruce. He was just seen. there to give official white, impossible white man credentials. Right. And it was like, it was like, uh, the, um, uh, the, what, the Expendables 2, Bruce Willis, where he just is there shooting shit. And, and I'm old and my hip hurts. People, yeah. people, people, <laughs> I'm on vacation. No, he actually says he was like, "Yo, my cholesterol is a little high." He you know? looks like, like that in every trail. That I'm old and my hip hurts, yeah. and I want pudding. Yes, <laughs> I'm 85. Damn it, y'all let me die soon. So, uh, Brandon, what'd you think about it? Did you Wait, saw me, it? Uh, I scored two out of five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming everybody's gonna have a low score. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> what, say that again. What'd, what'd you think about it, man? Um, really? I didn't go see this shit. Okay, cool. What about you, uh, Kev? <laughs> like, I, like I said before, like, the, just what Chris said, the first 30 minutes, like, up until Rizzo showed up on the screen, I was with it, and I really wanted to walk out, but I didn't pay for it, and I also didn't drive, so I was like, I was just, just kind of stuck there. Mm. Um, I would rather see the first one again. I mean, that second one pissed me off to the point where when I get a bright, sunny day in the summertime, I'm going to take all the old G.I. Joe toys I still have, put on a fishbowl over top of my head, and just hold a magnifying glass over those motherfuckers talking in Cobra Commando voice. Like, I finally got you guys. Ah! <laughs> so you didn't like uh, pretty much everything about the movie, I guess. Dude, I, I left that movie pissed. Like, I went to go pick up my, my money for my part-time job afterwards, and like my boss and um, his scorekeeper, they both looked at me like, Kevin, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I just saw G.I. Joe. This dude went to pick up money <laughs> pissed. That's how mad he was after this. <laughs> that's, like, that's pretty he mad. He go get a paycheck, and they put money in his hand, and he was even more mad than before he had that paycheck. Like, he was good. He could go drinking now, and he was pissed. Like, so, no. Kev, what were you expecting from the movie? I mean, 
mean, I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting much, but it was it was just more or less that like I said, the first thirty minutes I had a lot of fun with. I liked it. But after RZA, from when RZA showed up to everything else, everything just felt disjointed. It didn't feel like like the the story made no sense. They kept jumping from one thing to another. Bruce Willis was underutilized. That whole ending sequence just felt like rushed as shit, and it just nothing really made sense. Especially with the fact that all of a sudden, like the GI Joes are no longer in favor. Cobra's now taking over, like the presidential security and all this other shit. I'm just like, dog, we just had this first fucking movie, and everyone knows Cobra is bad. And like, <laughs> that is true. I, I, I noticed that too. I, <laughs> like, really, I'm like. They just had this big underwater fight where they blew up fucking the Eiffel Tower in the first movie, but yet there comes like, oh, you know what? Cobra's not so bad. These motherfuckers are wearing Cobra lapel pins instead of flag lapel. Yeah, pins. what no a sight. Seems no one seems to like you know, to notice this. Not even the Republicans were getting mad about this shit. I'm like, dog, like because they probably are Cobra commanders. They get on his ass. This motherfucker wears a Cobra pin. Oh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, fuck that movie. Hey man, well here's here's our here's, running through running through Paris in a super suit any day and then watch this movie again. Oh, um, here's here's the thing for me though. Uh I did think it was gonna be terrible. I thought the first one was terrible. Um so I kinda came to laugh. So I was laughing at the shit like that. Like when they had the cobra lapel pants, I was like, that is such a ridiculous point. Like <laughs> everyone would notice that. Like honestly, my mind went back to when we used to watch the cartoon. Because the cartoon is ridiculous like this. Yes, it is. Where it's really like uh, Zartan has a Cobra lapel pin and he's pretending to be the president. And everybody's just like, I don't see a big problem with it. So it re- really reminded me of child logic. So much of the shit that they did in the movie was just like kid logic. We need to go get you the know, oldest you know, G.I. Joe I, I, ever. I can definitely see that. Because, I mean, when I was waiting for my friend, she was in a bathroom. And I heard, like, two little kids. So I was like, man, that was the most awesome thing ever. And I'm looking like, you know, probably kids, you know, they can turn, they can, they really have no brain anyway. So they can yeah. probably have fun with this shit. But, God yeah. damn it. Like, I, I went in there wanting to laugh like you did. But I spent so much time trying to stay awake and yawning. Like, mm-hmm. even during the action scenes, everything was just fucking boring me after that let, that first 30 minutes. Oh, a uh, quick, quick shout out to, uh, I'll let you go after this, Chris. Quick shout out to the fact that they left Destro free freezing for the entire movie. By the way. <laughs> oh, yes, they did. <laughs> that nigga's that, no, that nigga's like, dead. Like he, like they really was like, we not gonna free him, and we are gonna blow up this prison around him. I was like, really, nigga? No Destro in a in a fucking GI Joe movie? No like, reason. oh, no reason for no reason. There was no reason other than, well, we got a new band member. Right. <laughs> Cobra Commander's talking to the Firefly like they're best buds now, and I'm like, what the fuck? When did this nigga come from? But no, um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh. oh, that's one of the things I uh, not really enjoy, but you, to go back to the kids thing and, and, and toys, like the vehicles look like the toys. Yep, they did. Like, that's something that I think they did better than the first one as well, too. Yeah, and every uh, fight scene with Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes worked for me, and they took the lips off of the Snake Eyes mask. Um, yeah. I'm glad. Which needed to fucking happen. That, that shit I'm- needed to happen. I think I'd be mad as Kev was if I if I saw this movie last year because last year I had a little bit more expectations for because I was like, wow, they seem to be doing. But after they took that break, I was like, oh nope, I see what's going to happen here. So when I came terrible. into it, my only problem there was two other problems I had with it. One, I saw it in 3D because our screener were 3D. Oh no, 3D was horrendous. But oh. we already knew it was going to be horrendous when we saw the trailer. Right. When we saw the trailer, I think for what one movie we went to go see. It was see. Hansel and Gretel where we saw the trailer because Hansel and Gretel looked better than G.I. Yeah. Joe did and we were blown by that. 
And the wow. trailer in 3D was horrendous. And so the scenes were horrendous in 3D. It was just, it was fucking terrible. And also, it was just, it got to be almost like too long. Mm-hmm. You know, it was almost like two hours long. And I always say for movies like this, you got to keep them to an hour and a half. Like Hansel and Gretel, I think might have been under an hour and a half. You know, you don't have time to really think about the bullshit in Hansel and Gretel because by the time you start thinking, movie's over with. Yeah. And you've seen a lot of people die and blow up. The other thing, too, is it's hard for me to enjoy a bullshit film like this that's PG-13 with the action because, again, Olympus has fallen. I had yeah. just seen Olympus has fallen where, you go, it's an impossible white man movie. Dudes, like, headshotting people. Mm-hmm. You're seeing blood pouring out of the fucking face. He's fucking stabbing them in their necks. I'm like, all right, I can get into this shit. Yeah. G.I. Joe, they want to try to do that shit, but they're not going to show you any blood because it's PG-13. So it's just like it's – it, it was trying to be too serious, you know. Yeah. You can't be a serious, impossible white man film like that. You well, gotta, another and, thing that I realized just now when we were talking: one, I don't think Lady J chick is that hot, so that no. probably I, I didn't it was buy just that a red dress. That was like the only time like she was yeah. really like yeah. looking good to me. Outside the rest, I was like, whatever. Like she had a lot of makeup on for a soldier. Yes, she um, did. And then the uh, the other thing too is that. um I forgot to tell y'all I was drinking during this movie. And <laughs> yes, he was. I just, I just, I went into it drunk too. He's, I, oh, okay. He's spite. I don't know if that, that was made me sleepy or not, but like, you know, I had a couple, yeah, I had bro. a couple like rum and cokes and like we had some shots before we went there and I'm like, and I thought it would help me. No, I didn't. It just made no, me. No, I'm worse. talking, no, I'm you talking about. about he was drinking during oh, the film. Yeah, I'm talking oh, yeah. about him something else to do. You were already drunk. Right. So your state of, all you were doing was unsobering while watching this movie, which did nothing but make you fucking furious. Right. While Rod was drinking and everything Malibu, became funnier Malibu and Black. funnier and funnier. Right. Rod, I, that's Rod the pulled, difference. Rod pulled a drive angry like we did with drive angry. We went Hell yeah, go- drive angry would have been terrible if we'd been sober. Like we got, my new thing is Actually, we- nigga, I was sober doing that shit. Remember I gave up alcohol for Lent that fucking year? Fuck that <laughs> shit. You guys were drinking next to me. I still thought drive angry was awesome though. Um, we, the oh, thing, yeah. like, we go, the new thing is we go to the ABC store, get those little mini Use bottles. The little mini ones, the two dollar bottles. Sneak those in, and then I buy a Icy, and, uh, cause Icy okay. leaves enough room in the cup, uh, and pour the, I, pour the alcohol on top of the Icy till it melts down, and then I drink that shit. And, uh, it's surprisingly fucking, uh, potent, man. By, it was good, too. By like 45 minutes in, that shit is good, man. Like, you sitting around like, mm-hmm, this, this ain't that bad a movie. Like I enjoyed the fuck out of uh, I enjoyed the fuck out of uh, uh, Olympus has fallen. Yeah. And I enjoyed the fuck out of this, and uh, I'm gonna keep this trend going as long as and, possible. And, well, I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, I was sober for Olympus has fallen, and I fuck as I, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Olympus yeah, has fallen was good, and and is mm-hmm. it just me or is that um movie with Channing Tatum and um who is it Jamie Fox uh Olympic has fallen White part no, 2 down. that is White House down and that looks so basic oh it I does oh it's terrible it, it, i was like oh this is the did whole we just movie see looks it? like a shot in bright light daytime like sunny day on like the, the white house is on the beach the trailer for that movie doesn't really like show you like excite you like Olympus has fallen did like, yeah. and that, that's what, like, got me wanting to go see Olympus Swallow. I'm like, oh, shit, everything's blowing up with, like, the White House down. It's, like, it's it's trying to be suspenseful. And it's the same motherfucker that did, like, 2012. Um, I forgot the other movie. Oh, Ro- Roland, Roland Emmerich or whatever whatever the fuck his oh. name is. That's who's doing that shit. And, it, yeah, it, it it doesn't excite me. It just, like. That's not good. So, wait, he did. T- is that the same dude that did, um, what was the one where the whole America froze over? Uh, and- The Day After Tomorrow. 
He yes, did, did he do that too? Yeah, yeah okay. No, nah, fuck that yeah, movie. That guy. Nope. That guy. nope. Uh, here's why I'm not going to see it. Uh, Channing Tatum does not pull off Impossible White Man well enough. Like, no, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> it, it, he, he's far too competent looking and too composed. And uh, he can't really act or talk very well. And in the entire trailer, he hasn't. He doesn't have one quip. So fuck that. That's gonna be a terrible, impossible white man movie. I can. I'm calling it now. Jamie Fox might be the impossible white man. Who knows? No, he no. won't. He won't no. be. He won't. Oh, he's not gonna go. survive. This is, why, this is why they can't be impossible white men either of them, because they have too much to lose. Look at Channing Tatum. He's like a sex symbol for every woman on earth. He's got too much to lose. Look at Jamie Foxx. He's like a sex symbol for every black woman on earth. He's got too much to lose. When you take Bruce Willis or you take Gerard Butler, Gerard Butler had nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Nothing. He was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck. My career is already fucked up. I just did a movie with Jessica Bill that made like $2 million. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing shit but shooting people in the head. I have a lot of anger after that. <laughs> Channing Tatum is going to walk into this. He, like he's probably going to arrive to every set in a loot in a new Lamborghini. You think Gerard Butler got Lamborghinis? Yeah, I, it's just, it fun. takes, like, here's the key element to, uh, I've been playing Tomb Raider to change the subject, right? Um, and it's one of the best games I've ever played in my life. And the key element, it's an impossible white man game. Yes, it is. Uh, the key element to an impossible white man that moves it to the next level of entertainment, cause there's a bunch in this genre, but there's only a few at the top, is that you need to look like you're struggling. Like I need yeah, to Laura be- looks like she's struggling. Yeah, I need to believe that that you even though you're overcoming shit that it's kind of by like sheer luck and 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 improvisation that you're able to do this shit. And Channing Tatum doesn't give me that feeling. I don't think he's going to pull it off. Um no. Gerard Butler gave me that feeling like it's 75 terrorists in this building and I got three bullets. Yes. And, 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 and a lot. Will I make it? <laughs> right. There's a scene in there that I, I immediately thought of you and your criteria for impossible white man. It was when he called his wife on the presidential sat phone and was just having that little conversation. Yes. yes. Yeah, that little. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pick you up later. Yeah, it's just been a rough day at work. <laughs> struggling. That was extra he credit. The glass out of his side. He's bleeding over the fucking place. Like, that's when I. She's just like. It's okay, baby. I believe in you. And I was just like, that's the powerful white But man. that was yes. all he needed was her. We, all he needed was to hear that her voice. That, that was it. Like, he, he was like, you know what? That's the voice of some good pussy. I'm coming home to that. I'm not dying if I get some of that fire going. Yeah, my favorite impossible white man moment of that movie, other than when he fell on his back for 75 feet and woke yes, up. Yes. Woke up two minutes. that shit off. Woke up two minutes later, coughed one time, and was 100% back ready. Um, he pulled a whole piece of wood out his side, dog. Like he, <laughs> he pulled a whole piece out. He was like, "God damn, that's big." I'll be all right. <laughs> my, 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 my favorite part is, and this is a uh, uh, one of the uh, tropes of all great impossible white men is when they're sending in cavalry. Oh and, yes, and you're and he's always the the impossible white man is the only dude that is on has eyes on the situation yep so he knows like no d- don't do this everybody's gonna die and then it's always some bureaucrat in a suit far removed from the action like fuck you these are the best trained marines in the land we're gonna send them in season of 24 dog oh, yes yes exactly. i was missing chloe he felt like jack bauer for five minutes dude yes, yes. 
and like uh he and then they always have him where he's like don't do it it's suicide it's like no yes. fuck it we gotta send this in oh. you don't know what you're talking about you're just a fucking guy who works at a coffee shop he's like, so <laughs> like he didn't used to be detailed for the president dude like, what kills me about those scenes is when this person who is already fighting against all odds against uh, with the enemy now has to turn around to the people on his side right. and go fuck now I gotta fix y'all's fucking mess. Yes. And run upstairs and keep this missile gun from shooting <laughs> But the most beautiful part of that scene at the end was when they announced how many helicopters was left out of the ones they sent in. I busted out laughing at the theater when he said that shit. He's oh. like, it was like, it was like, it was like, what of five helicopters returning? I was like, what the fuck? Yo, the thing, the thing that was so great about that scene uh-huh. was the fact that he even told them that there was an experimental weapon. The guy was just like, I will take it out. Yes! That American army cockiness. Like, you know, hey, God we're the damn. best ever. We can take over anything. Ever. Everything. Yeah. There's Yo, nothing I, more wrong than giving somebody statistics for how bad they just <laughs> fucked up. They was like, one out of five helicopters will be returning. <laughs> he just standing there looking at hey, the hey, like, And uh, you know what's crazy, too, well, is that... It was experimental technology they stole from us. Right. So it, so we knew what it could do. Right. And we were like, <laughs> we were still like, oh, we got this, man. <laughs> that shit was so good. And then after they fucked up, they tried to holler at Gerard Butler like, hey, man, maybe you need to come out of there too, man. It's kind of dangerous. Right. <laughs> how you gonna blame this nigga for telling y'all not to do this shit like, don't do it they have seek they have hydro weapons in this bitch they see and y'all after everybody fucks up the colonel was like well if you'd have told me they had hydro weapons in that bitch i wouldn't have sent our helicopters in there but yo the favorite my favorite part about this whole thing though was after that scene sort of after that scene was when dude then try to get froggy with uh morgan freeman <laughs> yeah <laughs> the fuck, man? he put a black card on him listen <laughs> I'm the motherfucking president. Sit your ass down. <laughs> no, it was white man. You just fucked a bunch of people's families up by what you did, and you have no remorse. Sit your ass down. Please. He told that dude to sit down, and that if he didn't need him, he would be kicked out of the room. Right, right. Oh god, yo, I'm telling you, man. Olympus uh, is fall. I'm getting on Blu-ray, yo. I got to. Oh yo. yes. It, it, it was Olympus so great. Yo, I'm telling you, man. It was just that fun. But you're right about that 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 part of a, an impossible white man movie. Because mm-hmm. they do it in every movie. Like even I've even said Batman. It's yep. kind of like that, especially the Dark Knight. Remember in the Dark Knight when he's like, Gordon's like, no, 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 you can't go in there. I got, I got to save him. And he's like, it's I a, have to save Harvey Dent against the SWAT team and shit like that. Yes, same thing. So now he's got to fight the SWAT team and save the hostages all as one man. And shit. That shit is disgusting, man. We got to stop defeating our own people, dog. We got, we got. If we send a dude in here to rescue the president, we, <laughs> right. we got to listen to him. Like he's on the inside, and we like a hundred miles away, safe in a bunker giving orders like my man just snapped three people's necks in 10 seconds and now we're telling him we need to pull him out like yeah no. it's like the the hostages are the doctors and it's like yeah we're just gonna give it a shot anyway uh, you got oh, oh, also also my uh, the other trope that they always hit when this situation comes up they always do the do this move where it's like don't send in the bomb squad the it's rigged to blow as soon as they walk in and they hit they'll be like well We'll give you two minutes. <laughs> like, okay, so you're going to kill people in two minutes. And it, it, can somebody explain to me, like, at what point did Gerard Butler become untrustworthy in this film? Like, in some films, I understand. Like, the, like you're talking to the dude, and then all hell breaks loose inside the building, and you don't hear from him for ten minutes. You don't know what's going down. But when Gerard Butler, they had 
fucking telecommunication open with him the whole goddamn time. Niggas right. walked through the movie with a Bluetooth on. He had just saved the president's <laughs> kid. And they were still like, no, we can't trust you, dog. Really? Really? Yeah. I found a little bastard that saved him. You can't, you really can't. I just, I just thwarted the biggest plot in the planet. You can't trust me? Right. Fuck you, man. I would have walked out of the White House like, fuck this. I'm it done. Was really I'm leaving. One man saves the president against everybody. Like, yeah. Because they, in the first beginning, like, the beginning of the movie kind of slow. But once they start killing people, like, every Secret Service agent on the White House or near the White House is dead. Right, With right a headshot. In the chat, in the chat room, I can see that Larian had to leave because he don't want us to spoil this movie. I like that he thinks you can spoil impossible white man movies. Right. Everything it, is predictable. Sir. It's a genre of movie yeah. that is unspoilable. Yeah. Like, no, right. Did you think they were going to lose? In like 40 years. This nigga, this nigga Larry will be on the, the edge of his seat. Like, I wonder what this white man is going to do this great. <laughs> right. Is he going to die? No. They never die. The can they win this time? I don't know. Are they like, actually going to kill our president? Right. Like, come on, bro. You can't spoil impossible white man. All right. Um, let me, let me move on to some stuff we need to talk about. Um, um, all right. So, um, I don't know if you guys have, uh, really been able to, uh, to, to keep up on stuff, but, um, I was thinking about how Disney acquired Marvel and I was talking to my man, Aaron Rand Freeman, and he brought up something that really made me sad, man. Uh, and I had not, not, not thought about because i might be the only person that enjoys these movies but because disney bought marvel we're probably never getting another punisher movie no i no, never never i, I believe that um because disney don't make stuff that dark well it's rated r like minimum to do a fucking punisher movie and they haven't made a lot of money in the past with it and um you can't really incorporate it into like the other shit because his his shit would never fit with you know like Avengers type shit, um, and they have the rights back to it though. So they they got the rights back to Punisher a couple years ago after Marvel after Disney bought Marvel. So they got mm-hmm. it back, and they're actually talking about doing a TV show. They still right. might end up doing one. I, I still think it's possible. It would be better off with a TV show, to be quite honest, because he's so based. He's so he's so he's based enough in reality. And in the Marvel world, for you to do a show that wouldn't be expensive as fuck mm. to do, you would just have to keep it dark. Yeah. Which but is do what you, they're doing with a lot of shows right now, anyway. Do, do you think it'll be graphic, like Walking Dead level graphic? Um, like, what channel would it come on? Like, cause I, I would think that, I mean, like, I don't know how you guys feel about this movie, but like, Punisher Warzone to me is the best of the Punisher movies. And I actually enjoyed it a lot. The like, one we see in the theater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where he's, killing the fuck out of people everybody yeah people's heads are exploding they have a whole lot of dark i like them both i like them both and both of them well there's three of them there's three of them yeah you know what now we are we are not (laughs) counting that Dolph Lundgren. okay just checking bullshit (laughs) but i I like i like both of them i mean for the Mm -hmm. same reason you just said about punisher warzone because when that motherfucker backflipped into a rocket i was like you know what i i am totally sold with this movie but on that same respect I kind of like a, some of the story elements uh, the Thomas Jane one had. Like that felt like a Punisher movie. The I way just he like went Thomas about Jane as as Punisher. Yeah, like, I like yeah. the way the, the way he went about getting revenge on um uh the, 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 the whatever that dude's name is at the end of that movie. I I felt like that was what that's something like the Punisher would do, which is why I liked it so much. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, as far as the channels, I think if you give it if you give it to AMC or you give it to FX, I yeah, think you'll be straight. 
If you give it to CW or ABC or CBS or NBC or whatever the fuck else that doesn't do violence. Like, if they try to do it with TNT or USA or something, I'm out. Like, I can't. No, I need it to be a station that has no qualms with being graphic with the television shows. And after watching American Horror Story and watching The Walking Dead, I'm damn sure that the amount of blood they shed between those two shows, they would not have a problem doing The Punisher. Like, American Horror Story is one of the most graphic cable television shows i've ever seen that shit haven't is seen it yet. it's so graphic dude like they have they have no problem like they they have no problem throwing in um like sex murder and bludgeon like bludgeoning <clears throat> people murder they have no problem doing it so i think punish on that station would work perfectly okay well um yeah I, i'm in for it um but i just don't think we'll get a movie again uh is what i was saying like i don't know that it justifies having a movie um, because I think he's a really tough sell as a hero because essentially what you have is a six, five white man with unlimited guns going around killing minorities while seeing visions of his dead family. And he's kind of hard to root for, you know, like uh, even when he's like uh, tackling problems that aren't his, because essentially he kills the people that kill his family and then the rest is just him looking around like those niggers are acting up and then killing them. So, it's, you know, I think I think like it's a different mentality as a fan because a lot of people allow the only reason they really are OK with Batman is because he doesn't kill people. Right. But if you think about it, Batman's kind of fucked up, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so if like Batman started killing motherfuckers, things would get real sketchy really quickly. And I feel like that's what the Punisher is. is if Batman just said. Eh, you know what fuck a trial and started killing people um people aren't as supportive of it and i like while i'm a huge punisher fan uh i'm also probably a huge fan of uh you know the death penalty so so i don't so know punisher if i count is batman returns part two basically like uh he's, dark knight returns part two he's I mean, like he's bad essentially what punisher is he's or, pretty much batman if uh batman was like why am I doing so much work to not kill these motherfuckers? Like, it's a lot of work. Oh, I'm breaking the sweat for nothing. Yeah, like, I'm really training myself to judo chop a dude in the throat without closing his larynx when I really, it really would be easier if I just went ahead and crushed his windpipe, uh, right away. Um, that's pretty much the Punisher. Like, like, Punisher is like, Batarang, uh, how about this? Gunnerang in your motherfucking face. <laughs> that, that's a lot easier for me to do and i thought warzone captured uh especially those who read the punisher max comics i thought it it captured it perfectly and i was actually looking forward to like and this is all you know this is all in my head but if they could have got ving rames to do fucking uh barracuda from that from the punisher max series and did a movie on that shit nigga that shit would have been sick. Here, but, here's one thing that is still possible. I think people hear Disney and they think that, oh, it's just kid stuff. But Disney's been buying up a lot of shit. And I think Disney wants to make money. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's still – I think Dread showed that you can still make money with R-rated film. Even though it didn't do great at the box office, mm-hmm. DVD and Blu-ray sales for it blew up because it blew up as a movie. And even if you're not a big Dread fan, <clears> you know, <throat> that movie was pretty fucking violent. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think that – it's possible. I was looking it up, and I was right. Marvel got the rights back to not just um, Punisher, but also Blade. So mm. they have both of those. Mm. Also R-rated as well. This could be good. So 
Oh, and one thing that, uh, that, that that's kind of related, what WB has coming up, which I actually think might be a better project for them than their, their Justice League movie. They're talking about doing this Justice League Dark movie. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Mm-hmm. It's basically going to be Constantine. It's going to be uh, <clears throat> Wormo del Toro is supposed to be doing it. It's going to be um, uh, Swamp Thing, uh, Constantine, and a bunch of other their, their lesser-known characters are going to be teaming up in like a darker type of like Justice League film. It sounds kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... They could, uh, Marvel could do something like that. They could do like a Marvel Night series or something like that where it's, it's your lesser known characters, but put a movie together where they're combined. Like you can put Punisher and Blade in there. If they get Ghost Rider back, even if you're not, you know, big fans of those, yeah. they put them together in an R rated film <clears throat> and it might not do Avengers numbers, but it might have a big enough going like Dread did, which it's, it's like justifies how much, cause let's be honest, Punisher and Blade don't really require a huge budget. Yeah. No. You know, you don't need a lot of CGI to 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 do those films. They don't require a two hundred million dollar budget to do that. You just need a good. They require a good script, right? And, and that's, that's like something that, that, that these big one hundred eighty five million dollar budgeted films lack. It just require a good script and a right. believable lead. All right, and I, I wish people thought that's like why the that. First two Blade films work. You know? Yeah, yeah, and the third one didn't. So um, I, I think it's terrible. possible. I think I think I think it's still possible. I, I don't give up hope on it. Um, I think that. The I think that fans are starting to open up toward more towards comic book films. I think that's one thing the Marvel's uh, movies have done is shown that hey, listen, you can make good, entertaining comic book films for everybody, and and still keep them you know action oriented and stuff like that. So well, we'll see. I I won't lie. I I I need to see it to believe it because I yeah. I need some rated R Punisher in my life, dog. Like that Warzone shit, man, dog. I, I wasn't even drunk during that one. I love the fuck out of that movie. And I did too. It was really people, good. Like, I think history hasn't treated it kindly, but in the theater, everybody that was in that theater was into that shit. Yes. And every part that you're supposed to gasp at, you were gasping. And all, and, 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 uh, Jigsaw was a grown worthy villain only because that dude can't act. Um, all right. Uh, another thing I was noticing watching, uh, playing Tomb Raider. Um, and I was thinking about impossible white man movies. Only in impossible white man movies, when someone performs CPR on you, do you come back at 100% immediately. <laughs> like, you realize in real life, your heart has stopped, uh, voluntary, bre- involuntary breathing has stopped. You're not gonna just pop up and be like, and now to save the president. But mm-hmm. only in impossible white man movies where are you dead, legally dead, and then someone brings you back from the edge of death. And you're like, and now I have to climb this mountain and you're able to do it. Um, it don't work like that. Yeah. Um, another thing I realized too is uh, as much as I love all my friends. Hold on. Were you going to say something, Chris? Oh, mm -hmm. I was going to say, I love just, I love just the fact of impossible white man strength in these Mm -hmm. films. Like, uh, you know, being able to pull yourself up off of, uh, by one arm and shit like that. Like in, in uh, Batman where he pulls up himself (laughs) and Roz using one arm and shit like that. (laughs) It's like, nigga. I try to do pull-ups, all right? <laughs> try to pull my own body weight up using both my arms, and that shit is that tough. That shit is not easy. <laughs> it is not easy. <laughs> and Ross Ra- 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 Al by the way, is completely passed out. So yes. he can't even help. Like nope. he's, he's just literally like 175 pounds of dead weight. And, and by that point, Bruce's shoulder had to be dislocated. Yes, of course. And he still was able to muster enough strength. To, I'm like, 
on a on hey chris on a snowy on a snowy uh on a on a snow bank right like he's yeah. hanging off the edge of snow right he's hanging <laughs> him damn self and he both get i'm like you know what okay and you know, and here, here's how you know you're bought into the impossible white man feet you see some shit like that and you're like Yes, he, he saved him. <laughs> <laughs> you fist pump. Yes. You're in a, I'm in the theater like, you can do it, Bruce. Believe in yourself. Right. You got right. your inner strength. Right. Right. <laughs> Use your training. Because then you get that moment like when um the beam fell on him and, and um and Alfred is like, you do all those push-ups and you can't lift a, stu- a bloody beam? And he's like, he's right, dude. You, you yeah, can't lift absolutely. that shit. Um, but uh, another thing I noticed too in the, watching this, uh, playing this game, um, and uh this may come as a surprise for some of my people that are my friends and stuff but um if any of us die out in a situation where we're out in some remote area i'm not taking the time to dig your uh, hand dig your grave man like no offense that shit seems hard and takes a lot of time i don't know if anybody has ever tried to dig uh it's just random dirt i have it's it, hard yes the fuck it is it's not an easy task I'm not digging the six foot grave uh, out of out of remembrance uh, for you. It's it's, it's funny you mentioned that because I watch a lot of ID channel and shit like that and watching all these people, uh, these shows of crimes and shit like that. And I think people underestimate because they they, they do this shit. They watch these impossible white man movies and they go out and commit a crime. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, I'm going to cut the body. And they can't cut the body because it takes them like two days just to cut an arm off. Right. They're like, well, I'm going to dig a grave. And they're like, I'm going to go out there. And it's like the dead of winter. And they don't realize that the ground is hard. And that digging a six-foot grave is actually a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, you're not doing that shit. Yo. Like, if I ever came in a situation and, like, we were all hanging out and then, like, one of us died and it was like, no, Rod, before we move on, we got to bury Kev. I'm like, uh, no, we don't. And, nah. I, and honestly, I wouldn't even be grudging for it. I'm like, you know what, dude, survive. I mean, if you got to cut off my foot or cut off my leg for sustenance or some shit, become a cannibal. No, do what you got to do to live, man. Yeah, I don't. I'm dead. It don't matter no way. That's the thing. If I was, if I had any life in me, I'd just be like, don't, don't worry about burying me. And then I just pass out. Like, fuck that, man. That's a lot of work, man. You wasting all your survival energy doing that shit. Like, it hit me when I was watching GI Joe. And the rock drops like seventeen chains from dead bodies. I'm like, I hope he didn't bury all those, cause uh, I don't give a fuck if it's sand or not. Your ass will be on top of that sand, and I'd be walking, cause I want to live. That's just the only like time the shit they- with the um with the gray when like. First of all, he was collecting everyone's wallets who had died. But even then, when the black dude died, he's still sitting there yelling, trying to fight, bring him back to life. I'm like, dog, it's below freezing out there. Just move the fuck on. This guy's dead. Yeah, let that big motherfucker die. Like, rest rest in peace. It's called resting in peace for a reason. (laughs) Right. It's like, uh, the only time I I, I will excuse it, and and there's no way around this, is The Walking Dead. Because, like, you don't want them coming back. But even then, if you hit them in the, get them in the brain, you gotta, bur- yeah, you gotta bury him. Yeah, that you know? more that seems more about smell because normally they have to stay wherever they killed the people. Right. So it's it's like, all right, bury him because you know and burn him. He died next to the fucking RV. So actually, burn him. Actually, don't ask me why. I know this. Burn him is actually worse because it actually smells worse. Oh, oh I can imagine. I can imagine. Before, um, you, before you know. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, but it only smells bad that one day, Chris. Versus them just laying on top of the grass, stinking. To high hell forever. Sure, just, um, just make sure you're not downwind of that. <laughs> another another thing I, I realized too is um, with this whole Supreme Court deciding on gay marriage thing. Uh, 
nobody who uses the term the gay agenda is cool in real life the like <laughs> anyone that has ever said the words the homosexual agenda in a conversation is not a person i would like to meet uh so uh do with that as you will and last thing before we move into these articles them thrones returns tonight and the walking dead ends tonight at the same time at the same time choice will be made who will you Mm -hmm. choose um i know what i'm choosing already yeah them thrones is getting dvr'd Yep. I actually can't even watch uh, Game of Thrones until it goes on HBO Go because I'm stealing someone else's HBO Go account. So, mm. yeah, you know, Walking Dead all the way tonight. For- yeah, them Thrones going to have to get, they can DVR. This is the first episode. Yeah, I can, I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. I can't, I can't have niggas spoiling The Walking Dead for me by accident. <laughs> Plus, you know, uh, I'm going to get a mass, an accidental mass text of, can't believe Rick died. <laughs> what? <laughs> Plus, uh, I was watching them thrones. <laughs> plus, them thrones be uh are, are a little more intense than Walking Dead when it comes to language, because sometimes they talk so proper and shit that they'll say something and I don't know what it means, and I have to rewind it. <laughs> so unlike, yeah, it's gonna take forever to watch a Thrones episode. Exactly, Walking Dead, I can just zoom through that shit. But if I tweet during the, them Thrones, I have to hit pause, send out my tweet, and then play and then play it again because. In the background, all them them dies, these and therefores and shit are fucking my mind up. I'm like, what? Wait, hold That's on. We kind of like commercial breaks at time, you know. It lets us get our thoughts about what happened in that last set of scenes and shit from Walking Dead, so we can actually, you know, tweet that shit out. Yeah. And can I just say that I am so excited that the, the Walking Dead finale is on Easter. That, that is just yes. so perfect. Yeah, that's so epic. <laughs> it's so perfect. And I can't wait they for that. They rose from the grave to give us <laughs> right. something. And, and, and tonight's episode is going to be great. I feel yes, like a lot it of is. Die. Yes. It can be fucking awesome. I just want everybody to stay. If, if you don't want to get spoiled early on oh. in the episode, stay away from my timeline. Because yeah. I predicted everything that was going to happen in the episode last week. I, I really like within 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tweeting. Of the Walking Dead. I mean, Jesus was a zombie himself. I mean, you know, yeah, three days after he died, I mean, he came back to life. That's I mean, yeah, he was the original zombie. I remember they said he ate Judas's brains and ascended to heaven. Um, <laughs> before we before we move on, I was going to talk about this yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to talk oh, about this right, yesterday. Right. And now, since we brought up the Walking Dead, and I know and I know Chris has tweeted about this, and so I, I oh, know everybody on this show okay and, has dealt with what you're about to talk okay, about. Okay, so and, 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 and I and I guess for me, because I ain't as big time as y'all, I don't have that many followers. It's the first time I really had like really had to deal with this, so it just kind of made me just snap. So last week. Walking Dead was on, so I was tweeting about The Walking Dead. And so, um, Roderick and some other people retweeted some stuff I said about, uh, Merle dying. And somebody hit me, hit my timeline up, and they was like, uh, don't you think you need to put, uh, warnings or something before, uh, you spoil, like a spoiler alert? And I just retweeted, no. <laughs> and, um, then I looked, then I looked at Roderick and I say, why do people think they can tell me what the fuck to do with my timeline? And Karen, I said, I'll tell you what to do. Next time, just hit them up and be like, when they be like, don't you think you need to put a spoiler after this before you send it out to the world publicly on this public forum where you fought, where I follow you publicly because I choose to? Yeah. And, and, what you need to respond with is, don't you need to, don't you need to suck my dick? Since you decided to be a sensitive bitch today, like, goddamn. What about this? What about the murder kids in Chicago? You know what? That that that's that's what that's you know that would that would have been more proper. But the the thing is that, and the funny part, I've never I've never really liked this, but I really love The Walking Dead, and I sat there. And the funny part, the more I thought about it, the angrier 
I got. Literally, I sat there like, how you going to, how, what, what, and it was funny, like, the more I thought about it, the anger, anger, and anger I got, and I thought about it, I said, you know what? I said, let me fix this right now. So I went on about a 15 uh, tweet rant to let motherfuckers know, do not tell me what to do with my goddamn Twitter timeline. I don't give a fuck if you ain't watched it. Mute the hashtag. Do whatever you fuck you got to do. Don't tell me what to do. I know I'm nice. I know I'm sweet and shit like that. Please don't get me wrong. But at the same time, it's my motherfucking Twitter. Ain't none of y'all pay for shit on Twitter. Ain't none of us got no stock in Twitter. Let me do what the fuck I want to do. I don't bust up in your timeline and tell you what the fuck to do with yours. Leave me the hell alone. And, and, and you know what, Karen? Like, just because you brought this up, this kind of comes like almost like a situation me and Phenom had last night when I was trying to. No, you know man, what? you had that situation. I just well, came I in this, to, yeah, to, to, to explain a little more. Like, yeah, I don't get like, your friends on Facebook sometimes, dude, bro. Honestly, he's not even he's not even a friend of mine. I, like, I worked with this dude maybe like four he's years. He's a merchandiser ago. at Barnes and Noble. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. I shit. saw that shit after the conversation. I was like, I looked at Ashley. I said. He thinks he's so smart, but he's merchandising books. His whole life is the Dewey Decimal System of Barnes and Nobles. Like that is terrible. I, I was working part time at Barnes and Noble. I think like in two thousand five, two thousand six. He was like their music manager. He's still at that same fucking store working, doing that. <laughs> he need to stop reading and move on. Like <laughs> reading has crippled his life. Like dog. Like do you, like there's no like. Why don't you go look up a definition? He's like, no, you can either be an atheist or you can be one up. You can't be both. I'm like, the fuck are you going to tell me I can't be both? And I and I actually gave him like a sound logic. I'm like, what you're trying to say is like, you know, someone can only like the way he was making it out to be is like, oh, you can't be heterosexual or homo. Like you can't be bisexual. You got to be either or. And I'm like, yo, you, you're, you're pulling strings here. You're saying the same thing right here. Like I, can, I have to be atheist or I have to be agnostic. That's not the fucking. But he doesn't thing. understand. He doesn't understand degrees, Kev. Like I. My, I have a right, family right. member that's, that's that is lesbian, okay, and there, there's no distinguishment between because he, even he was even wrong about the bisexual and the gay thing. You have yeah. people who have bisexual tendencies but consider themselves lesbian or consider themselves gay. Like to them, it's it's kind of like a slip up. It's like okay, I may have messed with a with a dude or a chick at one time, but that's not what I'm really attracted to. So it, it, it's it's more like a tendency. So and, and even that was a bad analogy for what you were saying because your thing was was your your expert your the the way you labeled yourself to me put more a speci- put it in more specific terms right, so that people right. couldn't just label you as oh he's just that no it's I'm this because of this like I feel this way which leans me towards believing this and. You know, I don't understand what his point was of coming in there and be like, no, 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 no. You, it, it, uh, just, because you're, just because you're uncertain doesn't mean you, you can't be uncertain and not believe in God. And it's like, yes, you can. That, Wait, did he, can. did he, um, use the terms the homosexual agenda at any point in this conversation? <laughs> I feel like that, that's, that's grounds for just not discussing it. Um, and speaking of discussions, while we got the whole crew here, I wanted to get everybody's opinion on this because here are the blackout tips. We have a, you know, a section dedicated to people that need advice when it comes to love, mm, marriage, mm, respect, mm, and, and just life coaching in general. Mm-hmm. And my brothers here have joined me. And because they are also credentialed, you know, we all have penises and the ability to type <laughs> uh more than 50 words a minute. So mm-hmm. we any of us can get in on this. Uh 
advice uh to all the people that need help um i had a couple of questions here i'd like to get you guys opinions on them um that's awesome let's do it the first one is i am ask black though see now so here we go ask h2ok ask chris t and of course ask rod p um (laughs) my marriage needs help I find myself resentful when I think of the things in my marriage I want to change, but in over 10 years have gotten worse. My husband is unaffectionate. It never used to be this bad, but early on it wasn't what I thought it should have been. I thought I could help him with his ways, quote unquote. His family seemed to be much the same. I came from a very affectionate family, so this has really been a struggle for me. He kisses me each day, hello and goodbye. And this, and goodbye. And the same way I kiss my child when I when it's time to go to school, <laughs> the same way I kiss my child when it's time to go to school is never <laughs> is never in a romantic or passionate way. So he kiss on the cheek. Oh, kiss upside the forehead. Yeah. Oh, oh, honey. Uh, sex is virtually non-existent. Sometimes we go for months without without it. But the average wow. is, the average is once a month or two. I'm basically the maid cook nanny i have no real feeling of intimacy or passion anymore it's a very isolating feeling to live with someone who feels more like a roommate than a lover or a spouse great answer for this person too i have gained weight and can't seem to feel worthy of taking care of myself because i seem to be the one taking care of everything else he is not happy with my weight and that may be the problem but to me that is a superficial approach to love from my husband all right um (laughs) Let's start with uh, Brandon first, since he laughed the loudest. Um, uh, what what oh, advice so do you excuse have? Excuse me. Ask Black Nose. Uh-huh. All right, sister. Uh-huh. Let me talk to you for a minute. <laughs> See, <laughs> girl, really what you doing now? Like, uh, Ray, Ray Charles on a microphone, too. <laughs> what, you, what you doing now <laughs> is is you're not taking care of your fruits. <laughs> your loins has developed some, some extremities. <laughs> And that might not even be a word, but you understand what I'm saying in a second. Now, hear me here now. Get down with me for a second. Won't you get on my level? Not on your knees, because I know you might be a feminist. But listen, <laughs> Lord, if you're going to take care of your man, you got to take care of home. Because you can't spell man without home. This is a homely man. <laughs> See, you got to grab his bat and knock a home run, baby. And you got to take care of your body because as superficial as you might seem <laughs> right now, you looking super ugly and see, you need to get on his level. See, you mar- he married you, baby. He married you <laughs> because you picked him. <laughs> he didn't pick that rank. <laughs> you picked that rank. <laughs> you married that man. <laughs> now you got kids. <laughs> see, you birthed those kids. <laughs> he didn't birth those so kids. Right now. I see, can't believe he's doing love. that. It has a real life, dog. <laughs> It's what? love. <laughs> so don't get it confused now. Don't ever get lost. Sometimes you got to play with yourself too, baby. Niggas is busy. It is what it is. But when he's in the bedroom, you got to either be able to throw that weight around like a G or lay to the side and pledge yourself. It is what it is. Uh. Find a treadmill, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's open up our Bibles to Matthew 5, 45. <laughs> um all right well uh let me get some uh ask h2o uh kev man what 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 exactly advice would you give this lady i'm not gonna go into it a uh, long spill like my my phd brother uh black over there but i'm just gonna give you one quick word of advice cheat mm. okay so you're advising the lady to cheat, cheat on her husband okay 
Um, yeah, it reminds me of, uh, you know, uh, saying that I often find your temptation out there, find your Holly, find your social media mogul, find Mm -hmm. that guy who's going to take you on a plane and fuck you on a plane. (laughs) Find that guy. Yeah. Joe. Uh, it reminds me a lot of, uh, it reminds me a lot of a saying that I used to have, which is it ain't cheating if you're eating. And, uh, what I mean Ah! by that is that, uh, if he's eating at home, you know, every day that you cook for him and you're eating at home. Obviously, she's eating a lot. You know, if you're eating at home, then uh, it's not cheating because you come home to each other. Uh, Chris, what what do you have to say about this situation? Ladies, take note. If you're going to cook, you have to be barefoot in the kitchen. All right. So that's the first problem. Sometimes she's probably wearing shoes in the kitchen right now. And no man wants to, you know, do, you know, eat a meal if you're actually cooking it and you're actually wearing shoes. You got to be barefoot in the kitchen. All right. Number one. Number two, all right, what you need to do is you need to make sure your bra and panties are matching. If your mm-hmm. bras and panties are matching, that's probably partly why you're gaining weight and probably why he's not fucking you. Yep. Right? You know, I, I know personally I could never passionately kiss somebody that I'm living with and married to if she wasn't wearing matching bra and panties. I mean, it's just, <laughs> that's just disgusting. What are you, a savage? It's like that, this <laughs> is your problem. You're, you're trying to put this shit on your man. But it sounds like you're not taking care of yourself. You're gaining weight. Mm-hmm. You're not. Uh, you're not matching your bra and panties. You're wearing shoes in the kitchen. It's just like you're being a horrible wife right there. I, I don't blame yeah. him. He's probably cheating on you, and I can see why. Yeah. Um. It reminds me. Uh. What, what were you saying? Uh, ask. Uh. B L A C. Black no C. You brought up a good point, ladies. If you're wearing shoes in the kitchen, bitch, you ain't mopping. Yeah, if and the thing is that a lot of people don't realize uh is that uh any woman over 125 pounds does not deserve to be loved, you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot like it's a lot like what they I all said. Barbie dolls. Well, you know, just if you know, there's a certain scale where you just there's no need for anyone to love you. And uh it reminds <laughs> me a lot of what I said last night because it sounds like this man is already cheating on her and Men cheat because they love. Women love because they cheat. Kindnesses. <laughs> uh, now let's get into this next question because I feel like we've thoroughly answered that one. Um, my boyfriend and I have been living together for four years and it is a truly great relationship. <laughs> well, we'll see. I would yeah, like to write this show. <laughs> right. You're writing us. Okay. I would like the commitment of marriage and he does not. This difference of opinion has raised the question of what really is a committed relationship. I believe that he and I have b- different expectations of what makes up true commitment. From what he has told me, he feels that just living together and being loving and faithful is a real commitment. I believe it goes further. He and I do not share finances, just split the bills, which works for us. Also, he owns the house and I pay rent, which also works. But I see... <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I see commitment as a carry as carrying a certain amount of risk, such as purchasing furniture together, making decisions together, setting up a life that two people would think a lot about before just walking away from it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to achieve the state of marriage without really being in it. Sort of like faking myself out. I don't believe that either of us is wrong. I think I just need a validity check on my feelings. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. <laughs> now, uh, Karen, I'm sure you want to answer this first. But, Karen, you don't have a vagina. You have a vagina and not a penis, so you're not qualified for the situation. Um, <laughs> H2OK, what advice would you give this young lady? First of all, 
I think she needs to understand her role in this whole situation. She is she is not in a relationship. She is a fucking tenant. Mm-hmm. She is paying rent. She is a tenant. They split the bills. She, you are a tenant. That is not a relationship. You just also happen to be fucking the guy who you're paying rent to. So you're probably not paying that much for rent either. You're probably gonna What's your, what was that? I hope she's getting a discount. I'm hoping she's getting a discount too. Me too. But you know what? Maybe the pussy's not really that good. So maybe she is paying full price for the rent. But first good. of all, first and foremost, you need to understand you are a tenant. You are mm-hmm. a tenant. He has the right to evict you whenever he wants because that is his house. This is not a relationship. This is not a dictatorship. <laughs> this is not a hatership. You are a tenant. Mm, that's a good a point. Tenant. Uh, now, uh, what about you, uh, B-L-A-K-N-O-C, please? <laughs> All right, baby. Look, let me talk to you because <laughs> I just had a conversation with Jesus. <laughs> look, <laughs> it sounds like you're committed <laughs> Committed to getting your damn way. <laughs> committed to tugging on his life shoulder. <laughs> committed to running a home that you don't even own. <laughs> committed to writing letters about your situation instead of loving your situation. <laughs> committed to red, committed to, instead of committed to ridding the atmosphere, any ambiance of blue balls. <laughs> like the blue devil. <laughs> like the devil below. <laughs> like the right. devil you acting like. <laughs> you right. kind of a devilish hoe. <laughs> what you need to do. <laughs> Is appreciate that you got a roof over your head and a man in your life. That's what I'm talking about, baby. But until then, when you're ready to pay for your own shit, pay for your own rent, you got to marry yourself before you can marry anybody else. Mm-hmm. Sounds to me like he's doing things, even you. So, baby, you need to get it together because right now you don't own anything. You don't run anything. <laughs> and if you keep fucking around, <laughs> he going to be running home to other things. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> not good. what you are saying. Yeah. Not, this, uh, not I feel like this, uh, this segment yep. has, has gone so off the rails. Um, <laughs> no, that's my fault. Oh, uh, husband, in, but she has a landlord. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, he brought that up. That's a good point, uh, that he brought up because, I've always said in my doctrine that uh, if you are dating a landlord, then you're not the lord of your land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, let me go on to uh, Chris and see what uh, what he has to say about this. Ladies, take note. Why are you chasing? <laughs> Why are you chasing? Like you say, you're happy with this man. You live with him. Yeah, he's making you pay rent. But your relationship is good. So why does the title matter? Why does it matter if you are his wife? If you guys are in a committed relationship or are happy, then be happy. Sure, he can kick you out of this house anytime he wants because you're paying rent and you're nothing but a tenant. I got one thing what, to add to this. It really matters. Go, go ahead. You know what? Next month comes around, try not giving him rent money and see what happens. See what happens. If you get a if you get a letter in the mail saying you have to vacate the premises within the next five days or produce um, an extra fifteen percent on your normal rent. <laughs> Then that is not a boyfriend, that is not a lover, that is a landlord. If you're able to go away without having to pay rent, he doesn't say a goddamn thing, you might actually have something there. But you know what? Month of May, the merry, merry month of May, don't 
don't pay rent and see what happens. Basically, babe, basically, ladies, if uh, if your pussy can't pay the rent, then pussy, you got to pay the rent. That's how it is out here in these streets. Don't fuck them and don't pay the rent and see what happens. Yeah. Happy Easter. For me, this reminds, like, commitment is one of those things that reminds me of going to K&G and picking out a good 10-button suit jacket from the Steve Harvey lineup. <laughs> if it fits, it just fits. Mm-hmm. And this does not sound like it fits, okay? If it if it does not get fitted, you must acquit it, is what mm-hmm. I say, <laughs> you know. Your love ain't telling me, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, the reason that this happened is obviously the woman's fault, as always is. Uh, you have to trick a man into liking you, okay? <laughs> because you are a, you're a woman with a vagina and therefore ultimately dislikable and lacking of any value. So, have you, have you stuck a pinhole into the condom yet? Have you stuck a pin through mm, the condom yet? You, you haven't yet? Haven't even tried to it? trap him. I guarantee. I, I, got, I got a question. And this is what we need to find out. She needs, this is what she needs to do. You know, she really wants a title. Try to get the cable bill in your name. Mm-hmm. Start with the cable. <laughs> Start with the cable bill. <laughs> Let's, the water let's lights. Get, let's get small bills in your name first, and then we'll talk about a ring. It's like Open I tell people: box. you can't spell cable without C able, because he will not be able <laughs> to see his own favorite shows if you take away the cable bill. Now think about it, ladies. Okay, you got to trick these men. They don't really respect you. And the, the number one thing that started was when you started having sex with this man. Okay. Ladies, the Bible is full of <laughs> love tricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you don't know the word, <laughs> you could get kicked to the curve. <laughs> That's how it is. Now, the uh, now I'll, I'll say this, and it's in my book. Uh, you guys can look it up. Uh, abstinence, absence, sense. You go ahead and look it up, uh, you know, kindnesses, and check it out because that is really where this all stems from. If she would have never gave up any sex, she wouldn't be in this situation. She'd probably be homeless, but she, she wouldn't be in this sex, situation. Right? She never gave up sex. <laughs> she gave up possibilities mm-hmm. when she put on weight. Yeah, That's a vagina happened. is like a fine wine. With you have to let it sit on, around. You and lose the possibility of love. <laughs> no, you think about you think about the first lady. The first lady got fat. This this one. Oh, this she sound fat too. I'm oh, okay. You, just, you can sense it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, only on. fat chicks write letters. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Okay. Only. only- <laughs> Only fat, ugly, bitter chicks who aren't happy with the relationships actually need relationship advice. Mm, that's a good point. That's I had point. time in between this sandwich and the spaghetti to write y'all a letter. That's the type yeah. of love there advice some, we give. I do see some bacon stains on this email, so maybe that's that right. explains a lot. But um, no, nah, I just think that uh, you know, a vagina is like a fine wine. If you put it away and let it accrue in value, then at that point you can go ahead and put all your chips on the table and get yourself a house and you won't have to pay no rent. Okay. So, uh, just remember ladies, abstinence, absence, sense. Okay. Your um, vagina is your 401k. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like a stock. It's like a stock. <laughs> it's a vagina is like a stock, which is why they put it in stockings. Okay. <laughs> kind of. I got a question. <laughs> kid, kid, baby, I want you to write back in and answer this for me. <laughs> can you make your titties praise dance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause if you can't, He'll never find love. Yeah, it's a lot of women out there that can't even suck their own titties that are really looking for commitment. And it's like the devil is real. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, we got some articles to do. Uh, that was our advice segment. Um, so send all your emails to where's my 40 acres at Gmail. Adviceology. Um, so, uh, this is just one of those people ain't shit moments. 
uh not not against the race uh when carlsbad police heard of a fatal crash wednesday morning they weren't expecting what they saw when they arrived on the scene parts of the victim's car was missing an indication that someone had not only found the man hours earlier but also <laughs> stolen from him in what was perhaps his last moments oh shit <laughs> niggas took tires they took his rims niggas hit him with the you don't need this <laughs> It ran off. You know? <laughs> like, it's really fucked up that you find a dead body in a car, and that that car is sitting on cement blocks and shit. So, God well, damn. my thing is, is he, did they? I hope that the dude was dead when they found him and, and decided to rob him. They I said hope, he had been dead for eight to twelve hours before police found him. Um, that sometime during the night, uh, an unknown person reportedly removed Goodyear Wrangler tires. Oh shit! Two Ford of fact, factory aluminum wheels. And the battery from his 1996 Ford Explorer. 1996 Ford Explorer. For real? Mm-hmm. It's 2013. Mm-hmm. They stole the battery. This, this, this was a crackhead movement. <laughs> like, this, this was not Dirty dirty D and the Boys. This was just no. a bunch of crackheads. Hey, you think when they rolled up, it was like, I want to rock right now. <laughs> 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 Oh. It, I mean, it had to be crackheads, dog, because nobody is riding around in a car with enough room for you to steal fucking trucks, rank, like Wrangler tires, the rims, and the battery. Where you going to put them all at? They probably just roped it to the top of the hood. <laughs> also, crackhead <laughs> shit, man. But yeah, people ain't shit. Um, uh, here's another people ain't shit. Uh, this dude uh, got caught, and uh, it's time to play some guess the race, guys. I hope you guys have your racism caps on. Um, cause, uh, this is gonna be a doozy. A guy who was convicted of rape was found. This is the man police say eluded them for 34 years with countless tips going nowhere. Gary Allen Irving, they say, went on the lam in 1978 after being convicted of raping three young women. He took off after a judge postponed his sentencing and gave him a weekend to collect his things. This had been the last known photo police had of Irving. He became one of Massachusetts' most wanted fugitives. That changed Wednesday when police showed up at his house in Maine. They found him hiding in plain sight with his name on the door. Authorities say they found the 52-year-old Irving watching TV with his wife and grandchild and asked officers, how did you find me? His wife appeared uh, like she was in a state of shock. Uh, She was very cooperative, seemed to be a very nice lady. and for all extents and purposes, they seem to be a nice couple that were just living here in downtown Warren. Inside the home, police say they found several guns. Irving had slightly altered his name using Greg instead of Gary and changed his birthday. Neighbors noticed. Real. Like how you weren't serious. How did he? <laughs> how did he escape for thirty-five years? And all he did was change his first name and date of birth. So they won't really looking for this is a black guy. He needs to give um like lessons in in jail <laughs> to other black people how to do this shit. Because <laughs> this doesn't sound like no nigga because of this shit. Because they, first of all, first of all, he was allowed to go home. <laughs> that was sign number one. Sign number two is that he got away for doing this shit by changing his name to Gary for for thirty five years with his name on the goddamn door. <laughs> If this nigga really, if this really is a nigga, he needs, uh, he needs to write a book. He was Chris, just, I like how he was. Years, he never got fucked with by the police for real, for real. <laughs> right. They never right. for nothing. 
They said he was hiding. First of all, I hate the term hiding in plain sight because it means you're not hiding. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you hiding in plain sight, you're not hiding because you are comfortable in the fact that you will never be found. Yeah, this, this dude had a family. Like, he had yeah. grandkids. The yeah. only thing that makes me think that maybe it's a black dude is the thing he said to them when they when they showed up at his house is, how'd you find me? <laughs> he that, was blown, dog. Like, he did everything right in this situation. So he was blown when they found his ass. 35 years. All right, here's some more. Nothing remarkable. He was always pleasant and nice. always liked him. I mean, you never know who was living next door, I guess. Irving lived with his wife and family roughly 130 miles from where the terrifying attacks happened. <laughs> An individual was hiding in the bushes and, and uh, grabbing people at knife point, dragging them into, uh, into the bushes and, uh, and raping them. Norfolk County District Attorney Michael Morrissey, who's prosecuting the case, wouldn't specify what led police to Maine after all these years. He says the case heated up in the last three to four months and credits good old-fashioned police work. And he said victims had been notified of Irving's arrest. One of the, uh, the victims has uh, had said to the victim advocate who works in the cases, they were, they were extremely relieved and to finally realize that this person had, had been and will be put behind bars and be facing sentencing. Authorities in both Maine and Massachusetts say they plan to use DNA analysis and re-examine unresolved cases. 130 miles. I got a question. Like, so he did these rapes 35 years ago? Yes. And they're just now finding him 35 years later. Yeah. After he, after he dodged. Wasn't he already convicted? And they yeah, let go. yeah. Yeah, he got convicted. He got convicted and sent home to get What things to, from home are you bringing to prison? I don't know. You got to ask Tron. They did the same thing to him. <laughs> so you come in whenever you want to try i still sell drugs in the i can't come in until about five i'll be in about not. five nigga all right so guess the race guys white okay yeah it, 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 like i said i've already said this if this is a black dude he needs to write a book because hey you know how i just want to know how <laughs> How did he get away with so, it, yo? So you, you're not going with black, or you are going with black? I'm going with white, yo. Okay. He's got to be white. Brandon? I'm I'm going with Sign the Hedgehog super white. Because <laughs> it's 35 years, but, like, to me, if let's, okay, and I hate to put it out here like this because he's still a rapist, but let's say he did rape these women 35 years ago. Incarceration for most rapists is, like, 10, maybe 15 years that they get busted. My man has rehabilitated himself over 35 years, bro. He was a, a good contributor to the community. He was raising a kid. Like, I hate to put it like this, but he's been through rehabilitation, man. Like, uh, let's wait to that, to the unresolved DNA cases come in first and then we'll decide. All right. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> the way it's looking right now, it looks like he fixed himself. He fuck around. He, he, he only a few positive matches away from being like, hey, dog. <laughs> Hey man, what the fuck happened? Like, not only do you go to jail, but like the judge gotta go to jail, the right. police gotta go to jail. Like, he three women and was like, man, I was just having a bad week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just a bad week. Um, Thirty five years later, now I'm, 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 uh, I'm I gotta take responsibility for it. But he yeah. did get convicted, so yeah, he was convicted. Of, I can't believe that shit. All right, let's check the chat room. I'm going with just as white as his picket fence. Best game of hide and seek ever, Saddam Hussein, white, white cousin. Oh. Uh, Roman Polanski, white. Good call. The Damn. star, the star of Taken 3. I don't get that one, but, uh, I guess everybody white. is white and taken. Whiter than the color of his name painted on his mailbox. 
going to gotta go home and get his stuff it's good to be a white man yeah that is some white privilege shit where they like uh yeah go home and get your shit man get your stuff in order come back whenever you feel like it one who doesn't care about all the murder children in chicago btk serial killer white pleasantville white so the judge let him go home after a rape conviction to collect his things i'm saying he probably likes the idea of having gouda iv into his body also what things can you bring with you to prison that's what I want to know. Nope, I thought what they took things, everything away from you. Right. What things, like, I was just watching Lock Up last night, and this lady was um, wanted to uh, go back to drug rehab. She had left drug rehab and started drugs again. She wanted to, instead of going to jail, she wanted to go to drug rehab. And she was like, but I got a three and four year old. And the judge was like, nope, going to jail. All right. Right. That's kids. This dude went home to collect his things. It's like, right. can he go home to say goodbye? But my thing is, like, did you give those women a chance to say no before you raped them? Like, right. I don't get this. Hello. Like, you get convicted of rape, and the judge goes, yeah, go home and get your belongings. You're taking a long trip. Like, the the term long trip is a metaphor. He doesn't actually need to pack for this. See, <laughs> you could send him straight to jail. C.B. Okay? Black, C.B. Black says he had a wife that he respected, so he has to be white. Emperor L. Oh. says... <laughs> Oh. his other alias is alfredo let uh let's see whiter than come on the pope's hat white the correct answer is white it was a white dude just he yeah. moved to maine right like this isn't mm. hard to figure out he, he clearly is white oh yeah. I, 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 lie. I was i was kind of hoping that it would be a black dude because i really want to read that book yo because no chris I, no I, we don't need to teach niggas this we really don't yeah we really don't need niggas right. learning this shit like we have right. enough problems Next thing you know rick ross is gonna be hiding in maine yeah looking like a bag of money um, well, yeah, you, you can't the hide. Son in the drink, she didn't even know it. <laughs> right. Come on, oh. uh, all right. Here's another uh, article. Let's see what this one has. It's from the Rocket News. Deputies say a mother went to a middle school to pick up her son and ended up slapping someone else's child. Tonight, <laughs> that mother is out on bond. News for Mike McCormick now. On oh, the that's a good one. And investigation. <laughs> Wednesday at Fair Forest Middle School in Spartanburg County. Bottom line is, you, you can't have this kind of uh, behavior going on in school. A mother went to the front office to pick up her son, who'd gotten suspended. Deputies say Taishika Collier saw a child sitting on the couch with his head down and thinking he was her son, she slapped him. When the child looked up, she saw it was wrong. It's probably just like some kid who's ready to go home sick or some shit. Got the flu. Just got slapped. You think you're doing? Do you you give her her child after witnessing this? Oh! Oh, alright, here's some more. Child, she began to apologize. Lieutenant Tony Ivey says the boy Collier slapped was in the office waiting to be picked up. Because he was sick. than anything else, but uh, still, uh, that's just kind of behavior that you you don't need to do uh, to to anybody, even even your own children. Deputies say Collier <laughs> then went to her son and slapped him in the head and face, knocking him to the ground. I, I try to control your emotions a little bit when it comes to children, and, and especially in public uh, atmospheres mm-hmm. here. I mean, uh, sometimes it's better just to count oh. to ten or. 
go off and cool off for a little bit and then go back with a level head before you start to Something discipline your children. Investigators charged Collier with two counts of assault and battery third degree and one count of disturbing school. It usually How is, is uh, a lot of parents will reserve uh, you know, corporal punishment or other type of disciplinary measures when they get home, uh, but evidently this mother was a little bit upset and irate at her child. That was news How is this a third degree slapping? She slapped him on purpose by accident. Like she, it was preconceived that she, she drove to that school putting baby, putting baby powder on her hand, ready to slap the shit out of her son. That is first degree slapping. Well, like, I think what you're describing is the difference between slap murder and slap slaughter. Um, this seems like a slap slaughter case to me because she was going to slap someone. She didn't know it was going to be this kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> I'd have to say it's, it's incidental. Um, this was a planned slapping, dude. Also, I love the this lady's voice uh, in the news after they read the article. After the dude does the article, it sounds so like judgmental, like someone they just watched the the movie Precious or something. Listen to this. What? If, Her uh, child. That was News Force Mike McCormick reporting. Now, our crews went by Collier's home, but she wasn't there. Mike was able to get her on the phone to get her side of the story, but Mike tells us she hung up on him. <laughs> so, so like she just watched Monique. Like uh, Mike tells us she threw a pot at Precious's head. Um, all right, so guess the race of Tashika Collier, uh, a charge with a charge with slapping battery. Oh, that chick black. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a, that's a, that's a black mom on here. Okay. Um. Anybody else? Uh, Brandon. Um. She is. She's blacker than a whole group of runaway slaves, bro. <laughs> All right. Chat room says Tamar Braxton Black, one who is at church right now wearing a ridiculously large hat that prevents people behind her from seeing the kids praise dancing. Oh. Eyes closed. Black star of world star hip hop video swag. Don't believe me, just watch. Nigga, 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 black. <laughs> Come on, son. Did you hear that name? Black made her miss her stories, but most likely she was watching Maury Black. I want some milk and cookies, Bernie Mac Black. Mama, no, Nikki Parker Black. So, so black. Yeah, the weather person at their. I was like, okay. One who takes off earrings and puts Vaseline on her face before fighting collard greens and diabetes Black. Oh, Aquanetta Black, subject of Project Pat's song Chicken Head. Tashika, come on, son. Rosa Parks, you better not try to turn back black. Uh, and then just regular black by Cameron Booker. The correct answer is black. She was a black yeah, woman. Yeah, I would say so too. And it, you know what? The reason why that po child got slapped, she, she probably got that phone call over. Hello? He did what? What happened? Okay. Click. <laughs> Yeah, from work. that phone call ended with little nigga, right. and she yeah. hung up the phone. And like, she was cussing and fussing all the way there to us. I did little motherfucker when I get him, I fuck him up. You know, give me up my Here's what I here's what I keep thinking about. How lucky was her son? Man, he lucked out. Like, cause you know, after she slapped the wrong kid, she couldn't slap him too. He's like, I'm like, yeah, it was that moment of like, man, what are you doing? Like. Like, that's not even your son. She's like, oh, baby, oh, I just. She put the work on him when they got home. Mm -hmm. Best believe. They, matter of fact, he didn't even get to lock the door once he got in the car before he got the hella beaten. Yeah. You know he that's what happened. got the hella beaten. Yeah. Um, Rod, when we finish this, can I interject something real quick? So some shit has just been brought to my attention. Uh, go ahead, man. 
Uh, um, okay, so I've been having this, uh, and, and Kev saw this conversation. I had a conversation with somebody on Facebook, which I need to get off Facebook because yeah, I'm getting in trouble. Yeah, really. Every time I, really do. I talk um, to you. <laughs> so she was, she, she, she has this, um, man and a man and woman marriage thing going on as her, her official Abby. And marriage is the bond between a man and a woman and nothing else. Right. So she started condemning folks. She was like, these people will find God. And when they find God, they'll realize that he is our Lord. And I went in there and I just started, I started trolling her right for the fuck of it. She just sent me a sermon by a white person talking about the consequences of not believing in the Lord. And I wrote, I responded back with, I don't believe white preachers. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I just left it at that. On this beautiful oh, Easter God Sunday. Damn. I don't believe. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't believe nothing white preachers say. She puts up there just sharing with a smiley face. Right. Yeah. Well, she's a really nice person, but she's also really slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this it's, is yeah. It's a bad my shit like, be happy. Roger, Roger, Roger. You know he does it like you do the family reunion. You every other year we have it every year, but he might come by every five years. He's like, I'm the hey, I'm here, and just walk away. Yeah. I posted on Facebook like, hey, I lost my job. All right, y'all. Um, talk to y'all tomorrow. Um, all right. Uh, next <laughs> guest the race uh, article. Uh, if it'll play. Is it play? Uh, oh, do we need to be? You know, to like play? take his time Uh-oh. and shit. Uh, but this one's about somebody who shoplifted and stole some food. Uh oh. Okay. So keep your mind right. Think who would steal food? Damn, that's music, boy. They begin crunk. A Georgia man who was arrested for shoplifting is claiming a killer mob made him do it. Yeah, you heard right. Police in Athens <laughs> say David Webb was caught stealing by a security guard at Kroger Market at about 1 a.m. Thursday. OnlineAthens.com reports when cops arrived to the scene, they found the security guard chasing the 29-year-old around the store's parking lot. When Webb was finally tackled, the officer arrested the man who had a package of chicken nuggets deodorant, two large blocks of cheese, and two packages of <laughs> sausages in his possession. The thief told the arresting officer, they're going to kill me. When asked who they were, Webb said a mob, and also insisted that this so-called mob made him steal the food too. According to the arrest report, at one point Webb asked the officer to kill him. Webb was charged with theft by shoplifting and obstruction of a law enforcement officer. I'm Andrew Ramos, well, it looks like the food mob was after him. Uh, what race do you think he was, guys? So they try to get you with the chicken at first, but he told you with a block of cheese. Mm. See, okay, two blocks see, of cheese. Okay, okay, y'all see y'all. Okay, okay. <laughs> he it, it it is cheese, and I understand the black guy who tips rule about cheese i understand it it's not a rule it's a stereotype it's a stereotype yeah. all right i understand the stereotype about cheese on the black guy who tips hear me out though mm-hmm. blocks of cheese right uh-huh. not a pack of cheese You're right. a block of cheese two mm-hmm. and he had two blocks of cheese which means he was feeding more than should be in a family home <laughs> okay i'm just putting that out there okay back back to the back to uh guessing the race all right Good point there. Good, good point there. Uh, I'm going to go with the white guy, though. Okay. What about you, Chris? I mean, Kev? I'm going to go with black here. All right. What about you, Brandon? He had fried chicken nuggets and two blocks of cheese. <laughs> I'm going with black. All right. I'm, I'm going with black. Check the chat room and see what they believe. 
uh two large boxes of cheese come on son that must be white government cheese that must be black i'm gonna kick obama's ass for cutting my food stamps watermelon seeds spitting nigger a cracker a cracker looking for that cheese should offended me patrick (laughs) (laughs) patrick swayze ghost white uh biracial chicken and cheese biracial what yeah chicken and cheese so he's biracial (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck uh this is a good one Uh, best of both worlds his 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 colors was pulling him in so many different directions he just stole it all shit shit change my answer to mexican wait a second he could be white you know since white people blame the black man for stealing from the government Mm uh i'll say black i'm gonna go with uncle ruckus white you can't catch me, baby D, white guy from next Friday. <laughs> oh, Lord. And nuggets, nuggets and cheese. Nuggets, nuggets and cheese for, for Raymond Noodles. Nuggets and Yo, cheese for Raymond Noodles. That might be one of the most classic comedic scenes in a black film ever when they, they put that goddamn oatmeal power in the windshield. I was like, it's already out of the raffle. You can get to that quick. <laughs> The correct answer uh, for those playing along is <laughs> black. It was a black man. Yes. So I'm sorry for that. I told you. I told you. I knew Blocks it was cheese. My, the Blocks, key, I knew it was black because they didn't say what type of cheese. So it was just nondescript. Uh, we stole cheese. chicken and blocks no they did say what type of cheese it was blocks nah because <laughs> uh at the harris teeter uh fancy uh place that we go there's an entire section of blocks of cheese and rolls of cheese for just white people and logs of cheese like it is just <laughs> nothing but blocks of random cheeses and shit i don't know what the fuck they are yeah like and white people spend hours in that section like taste testing too i have never walked by that section and seen Hold it up, empty. So what store is this because i might need to go taste ha- harris teeter harris teeter and don't let oh them get God. fancy where they do the free wine supper days mm, they do oh wine and cheese testing yes tasting. they do like okay. uh you guys uh yeah and the, and the other reason i knew this was a nigga is because it was kroger so uh good point yeah kroger ain't got no taste ch- taste yeah. test some sharp cheddar some pepper jack i've never seen uh i'm there i've never seen uh more than two white people in kroger at the same time so um mm-hmm. all right here's another article for guest the race and this one might be a particular interest to uh chris who uh owns a pit bull a Facebook post serves up emotions from animal lovers. It shows a dog with a tattoo. Stephanie Brzezinski spoke to the owner who tattooed the dog. She joins us now in our newsroom with our WXII 12 News exclusive. Stephanie. Cam and Wanda, the Stokes County Health Department is investigating this case along with animal control, but so far no charges have been filed against the owner. We caught up with Ernesto Rodriguez this afternoon, an Army veteran and tattoo artist who owns Planet Inc. Tattoo. Rodriguez says he inked his five-month-old purebred American bully named Duchess for identification purposes. On her belly, you can see a tattoo which Rodriguez describes as an emblem representing her bloodline. I didn't just plop her on the bed and tattooed her. I mean, she was already anesthetic. She was asleep, completely asleep. And I even used uh, topical anesthetic, too, on top of that, on the skin. So she didn't feel anything. She got up and she's been fine. I love my dogs. And there's people out there saying that, you know, I'm cruel, that I hurt my dog, that I don't love my dog, that I shouldn't be doing this, that I should be in jail and stuff like that, you know, um, which is none, none of it is true. You know, I, I paid a lot of money for my dogs. I take care of them. 
The Stokes County Health Department did issue Rodriguez a cease and desist order for tattooing humans in his home basement without a proper zoning permit. Oh. Meanwhile, the case remains under investigation. Back to you. Thank you, Stephanie. All right. Would you guys, uh, first of all, Chris, before we get the guest rights, would you ever consider tattooing Maximus? Fuck no. First, uh, I, <laughs> not, why? <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> I, I, I remind Maximus every day he's a fucking dog. Like, when I say I eat my food, he comes over trying to smell my food. I'm like, no, this is a human. You food. remind him every day he's a dog. Right. You gave the nigga a bone two days ago. Right. <laughs> That's like, yo, pure yo, dog yo. treatment. Yeah, you got to your dog, because, you know, you know, Maximus sees other dogs who are owned by white people who treat their dogs like, 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 like humans. So I have to remind him, it's like, no, nigga, you're still a dog. Yeah. That's not for you. Yeah, uh, that's not, yeah, we don't do that shit. We don't do the, the, the whole kissing you in the face and shit. Nah, 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 nigga, we don't, we don't and, do that. And, um, because in interest of time, I'm skipping guest the race on this dude because his name was Ernesto Rodriguez and come on. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, Viniamin Balika, 34, of uh, Plainfield, Illinois, was accused of stealing 42,000 pounds of monster cheese from a Wisconsin cheese company. He was arrested at a Bergen County rest area on the New Jersey Turnpike on Monday. The result of a joint investigation with the Saddlebrook, New Jersey Police Department and the New Jersey State Police. That's right. They needed to combine efforts to track down this dude. The task force. <laughs> the cheese task force. That's serious. Wait, they out there stealing wait. that cheese. But those niggas that stole the, the, that $40,000 worth of chicken wings still ain't been caught, yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also like the idea that, um, like, in my mind, like, um, uh, the dude that plays uh, Horatio in Miami CSI shows up with his shades. And, <laughs> and like, Everybody's scouring for clues and he walks like right over to the ground and like finds a little piece of cheese and like picks it up and tastes it. It's like, what? This is the problem. You guys have been looking for Swiss cheese the whole time. It's mm-hmm. monster cheese. And then, like, oh, right. won't be fooled again. <laughs> um, he was a jam. <laughs> he was charged with receiving stolen property and fencing. Uh, New Jersey State Police Sergeant Adam Grossman, uh, told ABC News, Malika allegedly attempted to sell the load of 130, wait, 1,135 cases of cheese at a rest area. At a rest area? It's the perfect crime because, like, on the one hand, it's a good, you knew that anyone white would buy a block of this cheese, but it's also the worst crime because, White people can't keep a secret like this to themselves. Of course, they're nope. telling everybody, you know. But it's and, not even that. Like white people are so, white people are very unpredictable. They'll buy a lot of that cheese and then call the police. Right. And be like somebody selling stolen cheese at the rest stop. How you know? Oh, they already got this. Yeah. How you know? <laughs> uh, I just heard. Just go check it out. Kevin Everhart, 50, owner of Pasture Pride Cheese in Wisconsin, where the cheese was from, said he did not realize the cheese had been stolen. He came in with the proper paperwork, Everhart told ABCnews.com. He came in as if he was picking up a shipment. Everhart said that it is up to the insurance company to decide what will be done with the cheese manufactured by K&K Cheese. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. K&K Cheese <laughs> in Caston, Wisconsin. The retail value of the cheese is approximately $200,000. Grossman said the state police have encountered many similar wacky cases. Can't recall the theft of monster cheese, he said. <clears throat> the cheese and truck tra- trailer 
also currently stored is stored at an impound lot Belika posted bail and was released on wednesday from a bergen county jail if the chief passes new jersey health inspections it could be donated to charity guess the race of mr viniamin Belika, 34 plainville illinois cheese thief that is a fucked up name to try to guess the race of yeah it's tough <sighs> i'm still gonna go ahead and go with white all right all right <coughs> other guys I'm going with, uh, yeah, I'm going with white too. Okay. I am so torn right now because I have cheese open doors playing in my head and I'm a hustler baby, mm. but I'm going to go with white. All right. Uh, yeah. chat room says black man selling to all these ritzes show <laughs> showed up like he was picking up a shipment. Must be a white dude, light skinned black dude who wears 3d glasses and acts like it's Ray-Bans. Still, still in <laughs> cheese, Coach K rat looking white. Fans from that 70s show tired of racism in Wisconsin. And Ocean, an Ocean Eleven type heist on this one has got to be white. Cheddar making cheddar, selling cheddar, well, monster. Cack and Marlon Brando <clears throat> coming back from the dead white. Go Duke white, you son of a bitch, Terrence Brown. The correct answer <laughs> is white. Now, we do have to do sore ratchetness before we wrap up the show. Um, and uh, also, happy birthday to Christopher Walken. Um, yes. And <laughs> an intoxicated Nazareth Township man threatened a group of men Saturday night with a sword, according to court records. Aww. Chad Michael Hunter, 34, of the first block of West 5th Street, was standing on his front porch when police arrived for reports of a disturbance. Court papers say... Police determined Hunter was drunk even before he told police he'd been drinking Red's Apple Ale, according to court documents. Oh, Lord. I was just talking to Roderick about that. I don't know if I wanted it to make you act like this. Yeah. He must have got hit upside the head with that apple and went and got a sword just in case. Yep. Um, <laughs> Hunter told police he had, he was threatened by a group of men across the street, but the suspect's mother, Cynthia Hunter, told authorities that her son was the one threatening the group while welding, up, welding the sword. That's right. His mom was snitching, y'all. No. A group of men sitting around a fire in an adjacent backyard. God damn, where did this shit happen? <laughs> what the fuck? How is that a thing? Like, no black people ever do this. I've never been to a black, black neighborhood where, where, where people are like, hey, man, let's go outside so and start a fire and sit around it. Like, there's no purpose for the fire. We're just going to sit around the fire um, in our backyard. Not camping, not in the woods, not in the wilderness. The backyard. Anyway, uh, the group of men sitting around a fire in their Jason backyard told the police that Chad Hunter had approached him yelling before unsheathing his sword. Cynthia Hunter told police her son said, I will take them all out while he was armed with the blade. Well, maybe he's in the gay marriage, Karen. Did you ever think that? (laughs) Take take them all out on a date. Wow. I don't think he was talking about dating. They're talking about chopping the date. A portable breath test indicated Chad Hunter's blood alcohol level to be at 0.29. Up top, buddy. Good job. Hunter was arraigned before uh, on-duty district judge Daniel Corpora uh, in Easton on charges of terroristic threats, possession of a prohibited weapon, reckless endangerment, disorderly conduct, and public drunkenness. He was sent to Northampton County Prison in lieu of $10,000 bail, sword ratchetness, and guess the race, guys. I'm still going to go with uh, white here on the race. Okay, still going to go with white. Brandon? He ran up yelling and screaming like a bitch with a sword. I'm, I'm going with white. All right. Chris? 
Yeah, serial killer white. Serial killer white. The correct answer is white. It was a white man. Uh, chat room, you all got it right. Come on, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess that's it for now, man. We're gonna uh, switch over to Chris's show. Um, so people that are listening to this podcast later, you definitely want to check out Insanity Check this week because apparently Karen and I are on it. Yep. So, um, and I don't know how we got through this docket in record time, man. I feel like I need some type of reward or some shit. That's what happens when you have chemistry, brother. Chemistry. Yeah. You <laughs> kept us on topic. What's wrong with you, sir? We work this shit, man. Like this shit gonna come in at under two hours, man. Um, but anyway, game, recognize game. Tell everybody where to find you guys. Uh, starting with uh with Chris first. Uh, you can find the Insanity Tech podcast on uh, at uh, the Insanity Report, uh, Insanity Check on uh, Stitcher Radio and iTunes, and then uh, the Insanity Report dot com. Uh, Brandon. Yeah, you can find uh, 3D Rays at uh, the Tears of Orphans dot com, Where's My Forty Acres dot com, and make sure you find us on Facebook because I am bringing you ratchet trollery shit to there. I'm, I'm going to be sharing this video that this person shared with me on the Facebook page, and I'm going to go through it and give it to hell. All right. So um, yeah, you can also and uh, Kev, you can find um, at the same place as Chris. Uh, but you can also Can't find myself. Well, I was uh, gonna say you can also find all three of us in the Huffington Post. Yeah, yeah that's true too. Yeah, but go uh, ahead, Kel. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm on the insanity check, and actually, so many random people ask me to join their podcast here and there and shit. And also, please check out We Watch Ratchet. Me and Phenom have been having a great time watching horrible ass movies from the past and doing our own audio commentary. Please look up We Watch Ratchet. That, we that watch shit Ratchet. Is just, Greatest, and we already found our next victim, which is going to be a vampire in Brooklyn. Vampire in Brooklyn. Yes. So, yeah, we did. I got the hookup last week. Um, that should be coming out shortly. I'll if you hear me. Oh. Yeah. Uh. I don't want to relive that shit again. God damn. One of the worst. <laughs> that is one of the worst movies of all time. That, it is, but it's so funny, though. I have seen it at least 20 times, but it's We terrible. do point out that um Anthony A.J. Johnson or whatever... He was Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart was Kevin Hart. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never realized that until I started watching this shit. And I'm like, damn, Kevin Hart straight up jacked everything AJ Johnson did yep. back in the day. Yep. AJ and probably he's a millionaire for it now. AJ probably walking around like Joe Rogan the Carlos Mencia shows when Kevin Hart shows up. Like, oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but of course you can find us the blackouttips.com, uh, contact information, the about section, uh, continue to get those donations in and stuff. Like I said, guys, we'll, um, uh, we'll probably be changing some of the format, adding some content and stuff soon. Now that, uh, this is going to be my full time job. So, uh, we'll keep you guys updated. Um, I think that's it for now. So Thursday we have Patrice, uh, calendar on, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have a little recap of dim thrones. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we have, uh, Justin back in studio Yes, for all the people that love, uh, ratchetness and people that, say the opposite of what makes sense whenever i'm trying to do a show um making it very hard to do a show so um until then i love you you too baby Mwah.